0: well well it is time again for another episode of the dosage podcast it's can you believe it's already been almost a month since our last one i rob
1: it doesn't feel like it's been that
0: long it doesn't how time quickly passes we're already in the second month of the year of uh what is it 2022 right yeah. yo mortal kombat that's right
1: it seems, seems appropriate.
0: It does seem appropriate. Thank you for the redeem their ads. What's going on, chat? Ty asked the great question. Where are the other two? Running late. Uh, personal issues, I guess. So uh, they will be joining us at some point during the evening. So we're shuffling around our statements. Until segments. then you get my face larger <laughs> on your screen. It's true. Yeah, once the others join, we'll shrink down. <laughs> That's what she said. Um. Yeah, what's up, everybody, though? We it doesn't she got...
1: usually want things to get larger?
0: We're not. We're wrong kind of podcast. Wrong kind of podcast. Oh, okay. okay. This is okay. love stories and representation. This is not that kind of love story. We're going to leave that Are one you left. sure? I'm positive. We're going to leave that one alone. Well, that could... Since we're here together, it could be a love story and representation? No, this is just a very long promo segment from day one. Am I right? What? Yeah. Where's Trevor at? Put him up. Um Thunder says cool shirt, yes. Undertaker. As they touch touch my breasts. Um so Ty's here. Thunder's here. We got Trevor MX ads jolly. Who did I miss? I think that's that's everybody so far, right? If I miss you, shout it out. What's going on guys though? The dosage podcast, there's Thorn or Roshi here in chat. So once a month, this is our new format. This is episode 137, the Dosage Podcast, where we combine all of our favorite things and our specialties from what we were doing last year on our podcasts. That includes retro wrestling. We're going to talk about retro pay per views. We're going to talk about a music album, whether it be a new release or something that we really are passionate about as far as music. We're going to talk about video game movies and our continued search to find the worst one ever. And then we always have a main segment, and this month's main segment is known as Love Stories and Representation in Gaming. Tie with a 95-bit donation, hip-hip. Hey. All Hey, right, thank you for that, sir. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot to unpack tonight. I hope you guys are here for it. It's Black History Month. It's also the month of love, known as February. That's what some people call it. I don't know. I've never called it the month of love. Have you ever called it the month of love?
1: No, it's okay. just February. Just, yeah,
0: just, it's just February, so that's fair.
1: Uh, I kind of did fail. I'll call myself out. I did not get Amy a single thing for yesterday. Not one thing.
0: So here's, you want you want a confession? <laughs> I didn't get Amy anything either. So she's, she's,
1: she's neglected this year. (laughs) That's a, that's a fail on my part. I completely forgot what day it was until last night. And, uh, yeah,
0: I honestly, we made like our own pizza kit with the kids and like, she put together this, this dessert, uh, the same dessert that we had for my birthday. Remember that Oreo thing?
1: That thing was delicious, but
0: so I requested that get made again because sadly, you know what happened with the leftovers that day that you came by? We left you didn't it get out. Any? No, I got some, but we didn't. Oh. We didn't put it in the refrigerator. Oh, and it sat out overnight. So, um, unfortunately, it probably was not uh, safe to consume. I can
1: tell you right now I still would have ate it. You, yes. That's...
0: Yeah, you eat pizza that's sat out overnight. We've had many <laughs> conversations on that. You're not supposed to do that. But uh, you, on the other hand, yeah, you've, you've eaten some weird weird things over the years. Um, Ty says, damn good. I'm not the only one who hasn't given Amy anything. So, yeah, Ty didn't get any, Amy anything either. Jolly got Mrs. Kaz a rose that she can't kill. That's smart. I do love fake flowers. I, I, I've gotten my wife fake flowers before. They're in a vase still. Because uh, I hate spending money on flowers and then they die in like a week. It's so crazy, especially for Valentine's Day. Roses are so expensive around this day. Crazy.
1: Entices. I them like the day after. See? See? Well, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And then for like <laughs> going out to dinner or something, back before this whole pandemic thing, uh, we went out to um, eat before Valentine's Day. Uh-oh, OBS disconnecting. Of course, we're having technical issues. On our podcast. Why wouldn't we? It's like we're jinxed tonight. It's the curse of uh, tonight. We'll wait for that to reconnect. Are you still with me, I Rob? Or did I lose connection of everything? Did I lose I Rob? Is he back? Are we back? We might be back. Are we back live? It seems to be going. What's up Batman? Are we back live? Technical issues here on Twitch. Hi Rob, you still with me? Raid is here. Thunder's got us back. Hi Rob, you still here? He's like frozen. Sad face. Say can you hear me? I hear you. Let's see if this thing fixes itself. What joy, what joy, guys. Let's refresh. So let's do this.
1: I can hear you now.
0: You can hear me now. Okay, I've refreshed. so technical issues can you guys hear and see us again so maybe it's a good thing that everyone's showing up late so we can iron this out uh, I'm, I'm i'm feel like i'm good now okay jolly says twitch is being dumb you can see chat but that's it so for those that can uh hear or not hear or see or not see everyone type in chat close out of twitch and then launch it back again you should be able to hear us if you're having any issues Um, But let's talk about the things that we're going to talk about tonight, right? It's episode 137. This is love stories and representation. We got a main theme that we're going to end up getting to later tonight. But before we start, and I might circle back and ask the other guys as they join this question, but I want to ask you as well. This is to kind of get us warmed up here for tonight. Last month, we talked about Xbox acquiring um, Bungie an Activision, or not Bungie, Blizzard, Activision, right? Bungie is the, the, what I'm going to shift to. So we talked about that big multi-billion dollar purchase, right? So the question I have for you, for one, did you hear about Sony acquiring for a few billion Bungie? No. Nope. You did not hear about that? Okay. <laughs> well, following that purchase from the last podcast that we talked about, Sony purchased Bungie. Now, do you are you familiar with Bungie?
1: The name is familiar, so I know that they make a big game, but I couldn't remember. Like I don't remember what it is at this particular
0: okay, second so, in time. So this is not a big news story to even slightly impact you or have an opinion on. Then
1: uh, it might. I honestly don't pay attention to a lot of news, so I didn't even heard this until right this second to even know what's going on.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, so. Bungie, they're known for developing Halo. They're known for partnering with Microsoft back in the very early days, and the formation of Xbox. Right? Um, Trevor says Sony acquiring Bungie is not even close to Microsoft stuff. Fact. That's all. Ultimately, what I was alluding to the purchase that Microsoft made is far greater uh, than this purchase that Sony made. Um, so Sony, or yeah, Sony purchased Bungie. Bungie went independent years ago, and they also sold the rights to 343 to Halo. That's who made Halo, right? Right. So 343 is now the studio that brings us Halo games. Bungie originally did up through Halo 4. Uh, They had a partnership with 343 at that time. They handed over the reins, and they moved on. Bungie would move on to then create Destiny. That is their big flagship IP now for their company they were an independent Can you guess a game that I have never played before. You've never played destiny. That's fair. That's fine. Never. So they would go independent again. And then they're now purchased by uh, Sony, but the game is remaining multi-platform and it's also free to play on steam. So for me, I don't think that's a big move for Sony. A lot of people were rejoicing that and saying, Oh my God, you know, they answered the call. I don't even think they slightly answered the call in comparison to what Microsoft did with their purchases.
1: It was probably the one company that said they would sell to them. Right,
0: which is fine. I I guarantee you that wasn't the only one they called. No, no. They they were trying. (laughs) You know what's funny, too? Because the news was like, no, this has been in the works for a while. It's not an answer to uh, Xbox's big purchase. I'm like, that's BS. Um, Even if it was in the works, you know, they they had to respond to Microsoft.
1: As soon as that happened, even if they were talking before, they went, okay, how much is it going to cost to make this happen? Because it needs to now.
0: Yep, they had to rush the move. (laughs) So, if anything, to get them on a level playing field as far as their services, they need to launch an equivalent of a Game Pass service and have it function just like Xbox does, Xbox Game Pass. They need the PlayStation 1 through 4 library all the titles that they can get their hands on that they still own at this point and put it on that service. That is a way for them to clap back until then. I don't know any other company that they could make an attempt at purchasing to clap back like that, unless they were to purchase Sega or hell, even Nintendo, which obviously would never happen. But like, that's really the only answer. Batman says, we will see. I know they're bringing out something similar to game pass. That's what I mean. That's, that's the move they need to make. But will they execute it properly? We'll see. They still have a lot of good games under their umbrella. Sony is still obviously a marketable brand and name. And a lot of people are still buying PlayStation 5s when they can find them. Uh, it is outselling the Xbox at this point. But I don't know if that's going to be the, the outcome at the end of this generation. It's going to be neck and neck if not having Xbox pass them. Which rightfully so. There's far more to offer on an Xbox platform than there is a Sony platform at this point. Uh, plus, they think Xbox allows you to bring over games from your Xbox One to the X and pay, or, and you have to pay or rebuy it on PS4 or PS5. Yes, some of the titles you have to rebuy for upgrades on the PS5. That is true. You can play the PlayStation 4 versions on the PS5, but some of them have upgrades that are not free. Uh, Horizon, the new Horizon, has a free one just because a lot of people... Saw originally advertised that it was supposed to be free, and then they were like, "No, no, no! It's gonna be like ten dollars." And like, "No, no! You originally said it was gonna be free, so they had to go back on that one." So, um, yeah, I
1: I did like that. Uh, you know, when I got my Series X that you and the people from this lovely channel gifted to me, mm-hmm. that all of my games I just said a uh, uh, download and they went. So that was pretty great. And
0: it just works, right? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Easy, super easy. Uh, Batman says they've only codenamed it Spartacus. Sometimes it's hard to stick up for them. Codenames. Yeah, codenames aren't always the greatest for gaming platforms. I mean, there's been some ridiculous ones over the years. Um, Mario and Pokemon alone would be game-changing, Says Ty, Purchasing Nintendo would be insanity. It's not going to happen, but it's fun to speculate. So I'll propose the same question to Cody and Justin when they get here um, and see what they have to say. But... With that in mind, let's start our first segment. I had to shuffle some things around. Um, we were going to hold this off till later in the episode, but let me throw it up on screen. We'll wait a few moments and then we'll officially start our first segment here. And all right, our first segment, as you've seen it, is Mortal Kombat, the movie. From 2021 Review. Now, this was your choice, your segment for this show. And uh, we originally were going to review this a few months back. But due to the updating of this format, it got pushed back until now. But we're here. I've seen this a few times now. How many times have you watched it?
1: uh, Just the one. Uh, It's on the list to rewatch it again. Okay. Uh, Since it was free on the uh, HBO plus. Nice. Right. Uh but I did uh, uh uh I still think our search is going.
0: You don't think we found the worst one? No. This is not the worst video game film. Correct. Is this the best video game film?
1: Uh it is up there. Uh oh. for what one, one ones that we have reviewed so far. Okay. Uh, I did uh Definitely uh, on the top end uh, For what we've watched so far
0: So Ty says Somebody needs to buy out Game Freak Oroshi says I like the name Xbox Scorpio Trevor says I liked this Mortal Kombat And says watched it six times A huge improvement on the first two But it still has its faults Trevor says not even the worst Mortal Kombat So Yeah I think this is The best Mortal Kombat film of the ones that they've released, the ones I've seen, anyways,
1: I, I could go with that. Uh, like I've talked about before, just the nostalgia of the first one will always keep it up there for me. Yeah. But in terms of probably, if you were just going like straight film critic watching movies, this one would be better.
0: Yeah, there's there's a lot of positives to this one. Obviously, being that it's 2021 and not 1995, uh, this one I believe had a pretty decent budget as well which helped in the special effects area of this film which um is one of my likes so i made a list of three likes and a dislike and one of my biggest highlights is indeed the special effects uh there are a lot of really unique and cool uses of special effects in this movie um i really liked sub-zero and his use of basically making icicles as weapons i thought that was really cool and clever
1: yeah, I uh, like my just overall take. Uh some of the things that I liked was it was a different take on Mortal Kombat. It wasn't just straight like people fighting like they actually made a decent story with it. And you also don't need to know anything about Mortal Kombat and you could watch this movie and enjoy it.
0: Yeah. I I think you'll have the question of who are those characters and why are they aligned with who and I think that is one of the faults of the movie. It doesn't elaborate Enough on this tournament. It's just like there's this tournament, and we must get there, kind of like that part of the yeah, story. But I was know, rushed.
1: like, because uh, Amy watched it with me, and she actually really liked this movie. So you don't have to know a lot about what's going on to like enjoy it,
0: right? Oroshi says, other than the random main character. So, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not up to date on all the Mortal Kombat games, but the main character of the film, he was created for this movie, right? He's not of any of the... As far as games. I know,
1: uh, he was... It was a new character.
0: Ad says, Cole... So, Cole's the new character. Uh, Ad in chat here says, Cole dampened the movie for me, but wasn't terrible. And Kano is the greatest character. So, you mentioned that, chat. Kano is the greatest character. I want to mention that. Also, is one of my three likes... Kano. Um despicable human. Uh Kano. Uh, offensive, repulsive. Just a downright You
1: played Kano specific, like perfect for how he is from the games though.
0: Right. Like I, I mean they 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 were Ooh. We got a sneezer. He just sneezed all over chat. Yikes. My guys. bad. Yikes. <laughs> uh, but no, they nailed uh, the portrayal of Kano and how despicable he, you know, should be. Uh, the actor was great in the role. I think they cast that one spot on. I, I felt really, really good about his casting.
1: Uh, so I love his casting. It was great. Uh, what my one like minus I had for the movie was watching it. You knew he was going to betray them from the moment they yeah. introduced him as a character. <laughs> so it was kind of cliche. Like there wasn't any like cr- creative writing for that. What it you knew it was going to happen from the moment that he was introduced.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I think that was the fun of it, too, just kind of having that, like, one eye open with him around. You're like, how are you going to convince him to get involved with things? Um, and speaking of character direction or character introduction, his story arc was interesting. Uh, Cole's introduction to his character was interesting, you know, being this washed up or he, almost even a wannabe MMA fighter that couldn't really make it in the cage fighting. Um They had a point, too, whether he was like this chosen one. Like, why, if you're so crappy at fighting? Obviously, the lineage, but like, spoiler. uh, Why, if you're so crappy at fighting, why should you be the chosen one kind of thing? You know, Justin has arrived. What's going on, man? Hey, man. What's up? What is up? We're just talking Mortal Kombat 2021, given our feedback Uh, on that. Did you get a chance to watch it?
2: Yeah. So I watched it when it first came out and uh watched it recently here in the last couple of days. Okay. So um yeah, I mean it was it was good. I wouldn't say it was great. <laughs> but um I mean my I guess my favorite thing was the Shang or er, Shang song, the is one with the hat, right? No. Is it Kung Lao? Kung Lao has Kung, Kung a hat. Lao. Yeah. yeah, the Kung Lao fatality. Even though it was only like Five Seconds of the movie, easily the best part for
0: me. The one where he saws them in half, yeah, 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 overly violent. And uh, I'm glad they yes. stepped it up because, like, <laughs> that was the thing about the other Mortal Kombat movies. They they pulled punches because they wanted to get more butts and seats and make money, whereas this one's like, no, Mortal Kombat's violent and offensive, and they need to go Could there. Be rated it R, it. and it just went be. with it, yeah, 100%. Like, if you're gonna make a Mortal Kombat movie, just make it radar R, go all in. Uh, if it sucks, well, it sucks, but at least you stayed true to what it is.
2: Well, part of it is gearing towards your audience. So at the time that they made the first movie, I mean, only kid I mean, really, only kids were playing video games. Well, yeah, not it, was, too many adults.
0: it was adolescence, right? That was the main concern. Right. So
2: now that we're revisiting this 15, 20 years later from the original movie.
0: Are, are you trying to say that the old people
1: like us are into that stuff now?
2: Well, exactly. no, they're, they're catering well, to the people, the people that, that grew gonna, up with
0: it,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, we're going to have the people that have that nostalgia that are going to be the ones watching the movie. And now that we have the permission to watch <laughs> the gore and the violence, uh, I mean, they said, why not? It's not going to screw up our viewership at all. Yeah,
0: I let my oldest watch you're, the, you're the first audience. one from 95, but he's not watching this new one. There's no way. It's no, no way. <laughs> no. <Does it> have <laughs> to explain half the things that happen? Man, it's it's already trying to... It's tough trying to get it through to him that the Avengers aren't real. Uh, to have to explain Mortal <laughs> Kombat? mm So, that's yeah. just not happening.
1: Yeah, so my favorite scene was actually the uh, the Goro fight scene uh, when Cole discovers his... Whatever they call him in the movie, I forgot, but, like, his power. That whole scene, because uh, also Goro is one of my favorite characters from the original... Mm-hmm yeah stuff so
0: so that was pretty cool you mentioned the power thing that's kind of one thing that took me out of the movie where like especially the whole narrative when they're walking to their destination and kano keeps bugging when am i gonna get my powers like uh, i don't know that was weird and i didn't love that I, i feel like they should be gifted already and not like unlock their power it's just weird that it just randomly. Came I thought out. it
1: was a way of them trying to make it where, like I said, where you didn't have to know beforehand, like the story. So people could pick it up and watch and be like, Oh, they have to develop this.
0: Right. But there was just such an but, emphasis on the narrative and he's and the way he described it was super cheesy. And it, it, I didn't like that. I don't know how I would have done it differently, but I didn't like that.
2: So along those lines, I would say for the established characters, um, yeah, I would say have their powers already kind of built in. They they're already established in the the canon, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but with this new one, obviously they're going experimental with this movie and creating a whole new character. I think it's totally fine for him to say like learn or come into his power because at the time he didn't know. But yeah, if it's already established, then there, it feels like a reach.
0: Especially with someone like Kano, who should already be established as this horrible, yeah. awful person to have him all of a sudden get this <laughs> gift and be even more horrible and awful, but right. then not do anything more with it. like he, he Laser like, eye. Right. Like It's just like, <laughs> oh, it went from cool to cheesy. Why did you go there? <laughs> um, Batman says that we needed more Goro. Um, Ad says they called him, Kano calls him Kung Pao. So, yeah, we have some... Uh, racial offensiveness in the movie. Great for representation, by the way. That's the theme of this podcast today. Uh, we have racial representation. And what if it
1: it's with the character? Where he, you're supposed to really dislike that guy. So
3: Right.
0: That's He's true. doing his job. And it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ty says the Avengers aren't real. No, they're not. Uh, if Kano already has power, he wouldn't have been captured. I mean, he didn't need to be captured. Then you could have changed the narrative, right? There are other ways to do it. They did it in the other movie. They lured him. You know, he was trying to hunt down... Um, um, I'm drawing a blank. Sonia. uh Yeah. So like, that's how they got him involved on the last one. He followed them into the ship and stuff. You know, yeah. under the island. So I so. did,
1: and I kind of call out the opening fight scene with the like ancient Sub Zero versus uh, Scorpion. Mm-hmm. That was a, a cool way to start the movie. Like, it brought you in right Great away. Intro.
0: So. That right there alone, the tone, the look of the movie, when it opened, I'm like, this is going to be incredible. This looks big budget. It's properly, um, uh, how do I want to define this? They gave props to historical, you know, um, like the ancient civilizations of, of where this come from. I don't know how to describe it properly. Um, but they captured that feeling and importance. Mm-hmm of um, of these characters. And I, I had really hoped the whole movie would have been shot that way. There was a tonal shift in the movie after that, and I don't know what it was. Um, it was as soon as they went to that cage fight in the introduction of uh, Cole. There was just a tonal shift in the movie. And it only got brought back during the main story arc with Sub-Zero and Scorpion. I thought that was the better well done story arc where I wasn't as interested in a lot of the other characters. Like, Sonya was fine. Kano was the comic relief. Um, Kung Lao was good. I wish they would have done more with him. The villains were awful. Like, it felt like a Power Rangers movie where they just appeared in smoke and kept vanishing and then appearing again, and it was just like, and the bad guys are here. Time to fight. And it's like and their meetings in the mountain. I'm like, this is weird. It's such a, like, they have it so grounded in the beginning and then it goes supernatural almost with the villain mm-hmm. arc. So, I, I just don't know. And some of the villains, it was like bad cosplay for some of them. So, I don't know. It but could with have, all that, it was great at the same time. <laughs> it was. And again, it is the best portrayal of Mortal Kombat that they've done thus far. But it's, uh, I don't know, the villains were the, the, the most disappointing part of it to me. I just felt it wasn't executed properly. Besides the main story arc of Scorpion Sub-Zero, that was executed perfectly. There was a backstory, there was care, compassion, there was the lineage, there was the importance, value. The rest felt kind of like filler. How do we make this a tournament almost, right? How do we make these people link up and fight? You know... How do we get the importance of uh, riding and, and all these you know elements together? Like it's a it's a good movie, but there's there's things that they could have done better. Uh, Ad says we need a moment of silence for Natar, the most wasted character in the movie. <laughs> Ty says yeah. were the villains not villainous enough? No, I don't believe so. I don't think they were. There were ne- there was never this huge threat, other than when they seemed imposing when they apparated, you know, and that was that was really it for the exchanges for me. So, but Kano is one of my likes, the intro sequence. I can't emphasize enough how good that beginning of the movie was and the special effects. Again, I, before you showed up, I said some of the things they did with sub zero with the, um, icicles as daggers,
2: like, yeah, that was cool.
0: And the, the MMA cage all frozen and just some of the set pieces there. Um, that was cool and then some of the set pieces that look like stages the way they shot the wide angle so the side perspective of some of the fights especially with Jax. um you know some of that stuff was cool yeah but
1: so again I, i'm pretty sure this is not the worst video game movie
0: no this is by far not the worst <laughs> video game movie i no. wouldn't put it in the top or the low five if you will Uh, This was well done. Uh, Is it my favorite video game movie? I don't think so, but uh, it was fun. It was what Mortal Kombat needed to be. And I think with the sequel, they can improve upon what they've established.
1: Yeah. So this is one just... Yeah, uh, I would say just not just for nostalgia's sake, but everybody needs to see it if you're into anything like this.
0: Oh, 100%. Not
1: like the old ones where it was just for nostalgia. You need to see it like this one's actually...
0: No, good. I think you should go see the one from '95 as well. You can skip Annihilation, but
1: <laughs> yes,
0: see '90 the '95. Yeah. As much moment.
1: as I still watch Annihilation, and just for, for nostalgia, I like it. It's a bad movie, though. You you can it's, skip it. It's, it's not good. It's really
0: bad. <laughs> Oroshi says uh, they really need to decide which is the bad guy, Scorpion or Sub Zero, because a lot of the Mortal Kombat's keep switching around. You know, here's the thing: like they they definitely portrayed uh, Sub Zero as the villain in this one. Uh, there's no question about it for what he did. You know, awful. He murdered a family. Like that's that's the worst crime. So um, it's very definitive that Sub Zero is the villain here. But yes, I've seen it where both are villains. I've seen it where one of the other is villains. I don't think I've ever seen it where they're both good. says um, of the sequel. I kind of like Kentaro. that they
1: took Sub Zero because usually. Like, you take the fire guy and make him the bad guy. So it was kind of nice that they
0: didn't do the obvious. I still love the use of the uh, the hook. Especially when they set it up in the beginning, too. You're like, oh, okay. I know who you're going to be. So. <laughs> and then they get over here. Like, the, the classic stuff. They, they kept some of that stuff. They kept the Mortal Kombat, like, theme involved in it. Like, there were a lot of nods to the source material from the original movie. So, like, it, it gave this series love, but like you had said, Justin, kind of tried to reinvent stuff, too, and approach it in a new light. So, and again, I think yeah. they did a great job, but I'm hopeful for an improved-upon sequel and a more menacing uh, story arc from the, the expanded villain cast to make them more important.
2: Yeah, story-wise, it was it was lacking. I mean, it was creative, but... The, some of the characters were lacking as far as development, or as far as you really being invested in them, but special effects wise, it was great
0: uh, Ad says he is more Hanzo than Scorpion yeah, true that's um, true, the portrayal of, of especially at the ending uh, Thunderbird says, so I haven't seen it, I know I'm a terrible person I'm really behind on movies, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that, uh, I haven't seen half the TV shows that people tell me to see, so hey, I'm right there with you uh, but it's like a lineage of characters passed down the bloodlines because I thought that would have been a cool approach. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's basically what the main character is, Cole, the introduced character. He's he's the lineage of, of the intro sequence. Um, do yourself a favor, Thunder. How
1: I am, Check I am. this one out. If there's one thing mm-hmm. love, it's a vascular
0: man. Watch vascular.
2: Bang, bang.
0: Bang, bang. Um... So I had a question to open up the show. I want to propose this question to you, Justin. Uh, On our last podcast, we talked about Microsoft's acquiring uh, Activision Blizzard, right? I'm sure you've seen and heard and read Sony's acquirement as a clap back at that of Bungie. Yep. For three point something billion dollars. Billions. Yeah. Compared to the almost seventy billion purchase of uh, Activision Blizzard, which in my opinion is a better purchase for Microsoft, but I just kind of yeah. wanted to give your, have you give us your thoughts? Like, do you care? Like, is this a deal to you? Because I don't even think you play Destiny,
2: do you? No, I mean, for me, it's really a non-factor. I mean, I, I had a PS3, and after that, kind of stuck with Xbox. Um, I mean they have some great individual titles but them acquiring Bungie uh, it's not really anything for me to go oh I really need to get Playstation now um, and I'll stick with Xbox and um, as long as they don't jack up the prices too badly um, yeah. but I, yeah for me it was just kind of like oh yeah I mean they're, I think their stock took a pretty big tank after uh, that Xbox announcement was made Um so I'm sure they're just trying to recoup those losses um, as a result. But, yeah, for me I, it was, wasn't was much.
0: So I know there's a big install base. Destiny is a popular game. I have to give it props for that. There is a community that <laughs> plays that game. Um, the game's free to play on Steam, though. They've confirmed that it's going to remain multi-platform. So what kind of profit margins and, like, what is the benefit really of this purchase then? and say they bought it
2: yeah, right Future so, developments really that's about it sure
0: but they're going to remain multi-platform so
2: right oh i'm just saying like um well the existing games right you're saying it remain multi-platform but no like, new. But new yeah oh wow i don't know then you, you got me
0: <laughs> because bungie obviously wants to continue their install base of their games to be successful and even xbox has confirmed with the acquisition of Activision Blizzard, that they're going to do their best to keep Call of Duty and other games under that umbrella, multi-platform. Which they know, to maximize revenue, you want the bigger install base. Throw it on as many platforms as you can, but you're still going mm-hmm. to get dividends from this you know, install base. So Bungie knows this. Sony, I mean, maybe that's why they're capitalizing on it. Because again, Destiny is a popular game, but I don't think it's one of the top five shooters anymore. I could be wrong. I haven't looked up specific data on that, but I just don't hear as much as I did years ago with it compared to things like Apex, Fortnite, COD. Uh, I was going to say Battlefield, but not so much. Halo making a huge comeback, you know, um, which they desperately need to put out new content because their numbers are starting to fall off. Mm-hmm. So, but it, well, maybe- I think it comes
2: down to, I mean, maybe there's some sort of DLC angle that I'm not seeing because... I mean if you're acquiring Bungie for that amount and like you said if Destiny's a free game, then their DLC purchases have gotta be off the charts to make it worth it.
0: Well that's, that's the thing. The they do because... seasons like everything else, and it's usually like twenty five, right. thirty five dollars for a next season and it ups what they called, I think, light. So you like increase your level cap, it has new raids and stuff like that and a new story arc. I don't know. I got burned out in the loot grind of that game, it wasn't for me. So to me it's not a big deal either so who knows it could be a big deal for somebody else out there um but i i think it's it's there's Who's the
1: playstation guy in chat let us know if it's a big deal
0: i don't think we have many because a lot of our channels <laughs> run on xbox i think batman's one of the few that has playstation besides trevor and and that might be it uh, others might play on the playstation but they're not as vocal about it if they do Most of Mm -hmm. our our people here are Xbox people. so. But it would be interesting to see. So I just wanted to pick your brain on that. We'll ask Cody that question too when he uh, uh, ends up joining us. He said he'll be here close to 9, so we got another 20 minutes or so. Trevor says, I played Destiny 1 and 2, not a game I care about. And that's the thing. I tried it. I gave both games a try. Hell, I even bought a custom PS4 when I first got my PS4. I got the white one that came with Destiny because I was going to be all about it. I'm like, Bungie justin we know their history you know mm-hmm. it was a huge promise of a game and it uh yeah. it didn't deliver you know for the first however long so yeah several months i believe yeah so Oh oroshi says we don't talk about the evil sony company sorry I'll, I'll, <laughs> stop uh thunder says growing up i was a die playstation until i started repairing ps2 and the original xbox yeah you know I've I've enjoyed both consoles for various reasons. I favor the Xbox over PlayStation just because of the services and the online. Um, Sony had a lot of games that I could only play on their platform, so I appreciate it for that. Um, if it wasn't for the PS1 and me and I, Rob, we probably wouldn't have our show on Thursday nights called NAW because that got started with him and I on in his basement on the PS1, so...
1: I was diehard PlayStation through, and that's going to sound super, but PS2, like, so original Xbox had no interest in it, and then from there, I just feel like Xbox has been the superior system. It was Xbox Live and Halo,
0: that changed everything for a lot of us, I think. So, it was just the fun community game to hop on with your friends, and it's accessible, and it's fun. It had game modes that other games didn't have. Had good variety. If you got bored, also, I didn't. I didn't own an original Xbox. I never have. You should get one. It's an awesome system. I mean, there's no well, need to with backwards compatible. I, noticed, but, I had right. yours for a while because you didn't use it. But. That's true. Yeah, you, you had that for a while. <laughs> um, but but backwards compatible. There's no need unless you, you you really want to experience the Duke that old big controller. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So final consensus though, closing out our Mortal Kombat segment um i think it's a must see do i think it's a perfect film no but i think as far as video game films are concerned uh, i think it's a must see what do you guys think closing thoughts
1: i would agree um for anybody that's like us like in the nerd uh realm if you will uh that are into mortal Kombat, it hits everything you need and uh, if you have someone with you, like I said, Amy watched it with me, who did, couldn't care less about any Mortal Kombat history, she actually still liked the movie. So,
2: hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, I wouldn't say it's a must-see. I would say if you do see it, you're, you're not going to be disappointed, but I wouldn't say it's one you have to go out and see. It. So, just a little differing opinion, but um, yeah, it was good. I don't regret watching it, and I mean, I would watch it again. But I wouldn't say, oh, you got to check this one out. But (laughs) it it was good.
0: That's fair. That's fair. So that concludes our first segment of our episode 137 here. We're going to shift over to our second segment, which is going to now be our music segment featuring Love and Other Lies EP by Charlotte Sands. That's pronounced correctly, right? Yep. Okay, so stick with us. We'll be right back in just a second. All right, and we are back with our next segment here. We're talking Charlotte Sands' latest EP known as Love and Other Lies, as part of our episode 137 podcast called The Dosage here. Live with Irob, live with Justin. Welcome back, guys. How are you guys doing tonight? Good now. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Way different than I was two minutes ago. It, yeah, same. Emma says, hola. <laughs> Ty says, music, music, music. Emma has arrived. Oroshi liked the PS up to PS2. Then after that, they switched to the 360. So we were talking gaming. We got more gaming talking in our, our main theme here later on tonight. I'm excited to share some of that stuff with you. But first, let's talk music. So, Justin, you picked this album for us to discuss. Tell us a little bit about this artist in the background and why you decided this was the album to talk about this month.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, I was looking at new stuff that was coming out, and I think it had popped up on a uh, my, uh, what was it, release radar through Spotify. Um, <clears throat> so she was featured in a song uh, with Taking Back Sunday in the main um, called uh, Love You A Little, which is not on this album. Um, but I was just, when I, when I heard it, I was just thinking, oh, I, I should really just, and I, I do that a lot where if I see multiple artists are featured in a song, it's, I just check into them a little further. And I looked into her further and noticed that she released an EP, like maybe a few days before that or a week before I had found that song. And I was like, wow, she's put new stuff out there. And it's kind of, uh, in that pop kind of alt pop, uh, range, we haven't really done one that's, I would say this poppy before. Um, so I just thought it was just a different take and she's kind of an up, up and coming artist, obviously still releasing EPs, so no like full length album yet. So I just thought it would be interesting to do that take and one of her songs is very topical with uh this theme of inclusion.
0: You know it's funny too, was was that intentional or accidental?
2: So um honestly it was it was accidental at first because that it was just one that I um, before you even mentioned the theme, I believe I had just mm-hmm. put that out there and then you said, well, our theme's going to be this. and I went, well, that, that works out excellent. Um, so yeah, it just, uh, it was meant to be,
0: I wanted to really challenge us on this theme too, because I couldn't, for one, I couldn't decide to be <laughs> fully honest. Um, February love stories, but on the other hand, it's like, well, it's a great month too, to showcase representation and things. Uh, Because Mm -hmm. they only are getting like properly, I guess, that month when it should be all year. But that's another soapbox. But at least something, right? So I wanted to have us bring this up. uh, And representation goes on many different levels, of course. It's not uh, just skin color or things like that. There's there's various elements of representation. So Um, I'm curious, too, on your thoughts. And then you, too, I-Rob. This is out of the element for genre for you. Um. Yes.
1: Uh. So I can go into. I did take the time and listen to the entire 35 minutes of this EP. 35. Uh, what? I
0: thought it was only like 20 minutes long. I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm like, wait. Um, did I review the right one? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so just my take on just general. Um. The her lyrical writing. If you actually like sit down and. Like I had mine up so I could read the lyrics while she was saying, it. it's yeah. actually really good writing. Like the lyrics and the songs are really well written. Uh, and then my the thing was like, this is definitely not in my alley. Uh, if you would give me, I would never have listened to this. But it's not bad. Like it's it's not bad. I can appreciate a lot of different stuff, and I can tell you after on there, I kept three of the songs on my phone.
0: So wow.
2: Okay. Pretty good. It's pretty good odds for an EP. Yeah, there's
0: <laughs> what seven tracks on this, I think.
1: Yeah, so it was, so three out of the seven passed the cut and uh, didn't get deleted back off the phone.
0: Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's even I, I better have... than
1: some of the CDs that I like. So there you go.
0: <laughs> My man said CDs. You can tell our age now. Oh, <laughs> not bad.
1: No, nobody buys CDs anymore. You just buy singles. So there that's you go. true.
2: I just um, stream everything. I don't
0: buy anything. Yeah, I stream it. Yeah, I don't purchase anymore. I pay for a subscription. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also, like, I did three songs I liked, and then I picked out a dislike from this one, too. Uh, out of curiosity, what were the three songs then, Rob?
1: Uh, so my favorite song on it was uh, Every Guy Ever. It's just straight, like, pop punky. So it kind of, like, goes a little more into rockish, like, pop, like old blink kind of-ish. Mm-hmm vibe for it so i like that one uh my second favorite was actually the s- title track the love and other lies uh just kind of acoustic and soft uh and the lyrics in it are really good like if you listen to it uh and then the last one that uh passed it uh was a bad day uh and that was just it's, su- it's super catchy like almost annoyingly catchy but it made it past so it's in there
0: okay i was just curious a- any one that you just would skip over i know you said you removed four but like what's the one you were just like N-? uh the,
1: the only one and like i said a lot of them were okay but uh track number four the dress literally my only comment on it was meh okay like so that was the the worst of it but like i said none of it was horrible uh, if it like it uh my way i described it because amy sits in the same room with me when i'm doing a lot of this was it something she would like and if she put it on in the car i wouldn't tell her to turn it off so
0: okay fair i knew too when uh if you were going to listen to it even i I knew i was like this is not an i rob album <laughs> this is not so i'm impressed i'm impressed that you took the time i'm impressed that you um enjoyed some of it so that's okay I'm surprised. It was, like
1: I said, it was it's not bad. Uh the best I can say is that, like I definitely if if it would have been just me perusing stuff, never would have popped on the radar for anything. Uh but I'm not disappointed in it. Like I don't feel like I wasted a half hour of my life. So
0: Okay, fair. I I listened to it a few times. I even uh hooked it up to my drums and I played along with some of it cuz as you mentioned, the pop punk and the pop beats—it's fun to play along on drums. So I, I enjoyed a lot of the stuff for that. Um, despite enjoying a lot of it, one of the tracks you liked—the title track "Love Another Lies"—I didn't like that one. I found that one boring. Uh, lyrically, fine, and I get that it's a meaningful track and the the, uh, the pains of growing up, right? And and, and the, the stuff that you go through. Um, to me, that's what the lyrics meant. Maybe that you know my interpretation's off, but. Sometimes it could be subjective, obviously too, Um, but that's how I got out of it. Um, But the song was boring to me, and that's fine. It's it fits what they were trying to uh, say, I guess, if you will. Uh, Mm -hmm. The lyrics. So you think they were aiming
1: to make a boring song? Is that what you're trying to say?
0: No, I I think sometimes (laughs) subtlety and acoustic portrays a specific message. Uh, We've talked about on the music podcast before where sometimes you can write this crazy, happy, upbeat song, but have it be about terrible things. And uh, sometimes you can be surprised by that. Um, But this one is fitting of the nature of the music. The lyrics match the tone uh, is more so what I'm I'm implying here. And while it's fine, the lyrics are stronger than the the song itself was. And that's why if I were to dislike anything off the album, which there's not much to dislike in all honesty, uh, that's something I would have to pick as a dislike. So that's almost saying I'm praising this entire EP, uh, if you will. Um, I did like Dress. You said you didn't like Dress. I thought it was a really addicting groove to it. I thought it was fun. Uh, The only thing I could critique on it was the lyrics on this, While Strong and other tracks, were somewhat generic for this one. Um, But Dress was fun. Great groove to it. Every Guy Ever was fantastic. Probably the standout on the album. A uh, great pop song, upbeat variety to it. Lyrically, probably accurate. We're men here. I don't know. You tell me if I'm wrong. Um, but the we lines,
1: it's, beans, <laughs> it's fine.
0: I'm quoting. He'll be mad the second that he don't know where you are, but he'll make out with a girl in the back of a bar. But he says you're a mess when you're sleeping around, manipulating, but, but, bullshit. <laughs> Obviously not in the same, uh, pentameter as the, uh, song itself let her do it best but i thought that was clever and like it's probably accurate let's just throw that out there it's probably accurate Um,
1: uh you brought it up and i said it like the lyrics that she wrote in it like almost every song it's like well written like it's not just generic what you normally see for pop stuff where somebody wrote and they just repeat the same five words for two and a half minutes
0: Mm-hmm. yeah no she tells a great story with the tracks and uh the every guy over was a standout uh, another standout for me was the other one that i wanted to highlight before we'll we'll shift it over to the man that picked the album uh bad day uh like the line uh the world is ending but at least i'm trending i thought that was kind of a unique take on things uh fun song explaining having a bad days and remember what i said about upbeat happy song well lyrically this one isn't the happiest of songs Hence the title of it, "Bad Day," right? You wouldn't think it'd be like, "Yay, Bad Day," uh, but there is a sense of sarcasm on it, uh, which I enjoyed too. Justin is a, a aficionado of sarcasm, so I'm sure he appreciated it as well. And uh, there's even this like uh, trap music, like hip hop section breakdown, just for like a split second. It goes into this little break, um, and then ultimately, depression's a bitch. That's really to <laughs> talk about the the conclusion of this song. But "Bad Day" is another fun one. So. Every Guy Ever in Bad Day, to me, the top standout tracks, Dress was also fun. But overall, if you got 20 minutes, listen to this album. Truly. Um, Charlotte Sands, Loving Other Lies.
1: I just want to point out, like, for us, we each picked three, and two out of three for each of us are the same. And then each song that we didn't like, the other person did.
0: Well, right. We're each going to have different tastes. I'm surprised (laughs) you liked anything. So I'm just throwing that out there
2: again. Right. That's pretty good. Well, Justin. I'm curious. You picked it. All right. I'm uh, hopping aboard the train here. Um, so, um, Love and Other Lies. Not a big fan. <laughs> um, what? So, that track.
0: Okay, I thought you meant the album. I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. You can't do that. You no, gotta specify.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Rob said, so, um, lyrically, it's a great song. Uh, but compared to the rest of it, where they're all kind of catchy or upbeat or um yeah it it just uh it was a little boring like you said um that's that's all i can really say um so that would be my one really skip this of the album um as far as favorites bad day as you mentioned um as you both mentioned um and then every guy ever you both mentioned um so what i do have that you didn't both didn't have is i want you like that um Really like that song. Really catchy. Again, just I think that was one that popped up on my release radar too, and that kind of made me look into her some more.
0: What, um, uh, what track number was that? I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, was it one. the first one? Okay, because I originally, yeah. if it was the yeah. first track, I originally had that on my top three, and then I okay. bumped it for dress. Bumped it because I liked dress just a little more because it was a little different. Yeah. Than. Every guy ever in Bad Day and I already had I didn't want to be like as these. I like it all for the same reasons.
2: So I wanted a mm-hmm. sense of variety.
0: Go on though. Sorry.
2: Yeah, so then uh like you said with dress. So uh, along the topic of inclusion, um so this basically was a song, um, just to give you some background, was a song that she wrote based on the fact that she saw Harry Styles on the cover of a magazine wearing a dress. Um, it's that straightforward. She's just basically explaining, you know, I don't, I don't know why I'm attracted to you in a dress and with your fingernails painted, but I'm, I'm into it. And, you know, in the, the world we live in today, uh, where that's more open and um, accepted, you know, she basically wrote a song about that, about a, a guy wearing a dress and why she's just drawn to that. Um, and as far as her, you know, like Gen Z fan base... Um, and like early millennial um, seem, seem to be the people that are kind of on board with this. Um, you know, she got a lot of flack for writing that song because, you know, people think it's promoting the wrong things but really it's just, you know, around that topic of inclusion of, you know, this is what I'm seeing, for some reason I'm attracted to it, I'm going to write a song about it, and she got a lot of support from um, from a lot of people that she wasn't uh, expecting. She kind of wrote the it on win.
1: Soapbox moment, if that yeah. offends you, you're a freaking idiot. So there you go. Let's.
0: No, no, no. I mean, everyone has a right to their <sighs> own. We got tie here with the screen. Everyone has a right to their own opinions. Does not make them right, though. So we, we got to have inclusion on all grounds that everyone can be included with their opinions. They just will ultimately look a certain way because of them. So we, we, we can't I don't have to. I don't have to say it like it. <laughs> we can't be hypocritical uh, now. Gonna, we're we're, we're praising inclusion. We're going to include them too. But again, we don't have to agree or even give it <laughs> substantial support by any means. Dress the moderator. <laughs> Let's keep this thing focused. You get, so, two, you get yeah, two minutes dress, now.
2: So Dress was one of my top tracks as well. So I know I listed four there. Um, but still, I, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was surprised to find that I enjoyed as much of it because I mean, when I first heard it, I was thinking, oh, this is kind of giving me early Paramore vibes and, uh, you know, it's just, and then, but a little more, a little more poppy and, uh, and I like pop. I like rock. I love punk. And I mean, it's, it's all of that. Um, there are some, like you said, more songs that sound more pop punk to the point where you wanted to drum along to them. Um, I mean, I think that says a lot, so, um, yeah, it's just a really solid EP and, you know, I look forward to her putting out more stuff and, uh, seeing lyrically what she can put out there, um, because it's not just manufactured stuff just to make a radio hit. Um,
0: yeah, it didn't, it didn't sound the cookie cutter formula for, for radio stuff. I, I liked that. Uh, I wasn't trying to be another band out there. Um, yeah. and, and my understanding is she a solo act, and she just has a studio band behind her. Like, who does the instruments? I guess because
2: anything yeah, I've seen she, has she just she been is just she's a solo. Yeah, she's a solo act. I know she's currently touring with Young Blood, so I'm not sure if you're familiar with him or not. But mm-hmm. um, similar kind of style of music, but more kind of rap punk rock kind of mix in there. Um, you but, say she's yeah, touring with Young Blood. Yes. She, is
0: she a UK act, then?
2: Uh, no. Where she is, is uh, uh, Boston. Really? Okay. Yeah, Because Youngblood is uh, a... I think it's either Boston or Cleveland. But okay. it's definitely, like, Midwest, East Coast. Okay. Um, But, yeah, I know for a fact it's uh, U.S.
0: Okay. So. Yeah, because he's a UK act. Uh, I am familiar with him. I've checked out a lot of his stuff. He's done a lot of collaborations um with, yeah. with so many artists. Um yep. including MGK, uh Bring Me the Horizon. I mean the list goes on. The dudes collaborate with so many so many people now. Um
2: Yeah, it's kind of a modern face for that yeah. style now.
0: Yeah, and he, he's all over the place too for his own style. Yeah. Um hopefully we can come across one of his albums one time uh to review because uh, I'd love to check out more with more reason and then share that with you guys too. But um ultimately that's your call you'll be doing our, our obviously our next pick every month so um man you 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 found a good one here so this i don't have a final score for it where the, the formalities of our old format or anything but i have the heavy recommendation of you should check this out if you, again it's 20 some odd minutes like if you don't have 20 minutes to listen to the album like you could throw that on and when you drive to the gas station and listen to this album so um yeah I mean, for me,
1: it's it's not even like like I said. It, if I was been looking through to pick stuff out, never would
0: have picked it up. But actually, it was good. Like enjoyed it. Yeah, spot on stuff. Um, any other thoughts? Any? Do you wanna? Do you have something lined up for our next one? Do you want to give us a, a hint or do you?
2: Uh, no, I don't have one lined up yet. But I will. I'll be looking to see what's coming out because. I mean, yeah, there seems to be kind of uh, a resurgence lately of bands putting out albums over the last couple months now that we're, um, you know, now people are like starting to tour again and create new music. Um, now that COVID cases are hopefully going down and, um, you know, tours are getting rescheduled.
1: Everything that they recorded when they couldn't do anything else. I was going to say they yeah, had well, time exactly. to not
0: tour and focus on writing, so... Hopefully this next year, right? We're starting to see it. Hopefully that means this next year or two We're gonna have some amazing tours and amazing albums coming out because people had um, Probably literally nothing to do but focus on content writing and uh, Sometimes when you're on the the road and doing all that stuff you are pressured into that next album that follow-up hit And it's generally not as good as that first one that you might have done So hopefully the focus is here and we're gonna see that on these albums
2: yeah, and we don't get the garbage of, like, songs where you say you're going to beat up Pete Davidson. You know, that kind of stuff.
0: Who's releasing? Is that Kanye? Or, no, no, is it... What, what is his name? Yee now? It's, it's just Yee, right? I don't know. I can't keep up with Kanye. That's your next Me year
2: I just show. I just saw, you know, a video of someone going, like, really? He went from, you know, putting out this quality stuff. Because, I mean, sure. his early stuff is great. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's got some good stuff early on. Very... Very good at the time, but now it's like this is the, these are the new tracks you put now. <laughs> like, ooh. I mean, you can and only like create gold for so long. Pete
1: Davidson exactly what he wants. He wants to just piss people yeah. off. Yeah. So what does Pete really Davidson
0: do? Care. Who is Pete Davidson? I've seen him. Obviously, he's done this stuff. SNL. With okay. Because I know he's done this stuff with like he he's, hosted with Miley Cyrus. Like, he's new the guy years. with the hair.
1: And, I know who and, yeah, he like, is. That,
0: yeah, I just don't know what he does. Like, why is he famous? So SNL makes sense because he pisses SNL.
1: people off. So they write diss tracks about him, and then he gets more money because people know his name.
0: Okay. Yeah. I I have a hard time <laughs> keeping up or giving a shit about a lot of these celebrities. To be honest with you, so the older you get, the less shit you give about these people, especially because they're half your age. So like, except eh. so for Kanye. Well, but I mean, he's not even really relevant. He's relevant what he did back then, but like, I don't know. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> you know, here's the thing. Like, they want more money, set up the next celebrity boxing fight between these two, and then somebody take a dive, and everybody tunes in, and then they all get paid. It's just the circle of <laughs> fandom. Like, we've seen it for years. Every washed-up celebrity eventually goes on a reality show or fights somebody, and then they get paid. And then they fade away into obscurity. Right. Like It's just the circle. And you just,
2: you know, do that. Sign.
0: Right. <laughs> and it's done. Jesus uh batman says it's the fifth doctor he says oh that's peter davidson i've seen one episode this is gonna piss off some people but i've seen one episode of doctor who in my life
1: hey you want to know something
0: you've never seen it
1: you've seen one more episode that i <laughs> yeah,
0: have i kind of figured that's where we're going <laughs> justin have you Thanks. watched it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's fine it's fine no. it's just i didn't think it's a thing for me uh people I've been,
2: like it uh, knee deep in the expanse Oh,
0: I've wanted to watch that. Is that good?
2: Oh, I've been watching it for like literally months now because I started season one and it's through season six. Oh, and yikes. they're you know, forty five minute episodes. So yeah. what what's that it's, on? It's excellent. Prime.
0: Amazon Prime?
2: Yeah, I just got to season six, so okay. I'm almost uh, done. But
0: I'll have to man, bug uh, you,
2: Andrea's mom. She has Amazon Prime, so it's it's really good.
0: I just started re watching and I haven't watched rewatched it in probably eight years, eight or nine years.
1: So all that stuff you order off the internet and you don't have Amazon prime.
0: Dude, I've had to cancel so many things lately for budget reasons. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, d- I don't have HBO anymore. I don't have Netflix anymore, but, um, I just restarted watching lost again and immediately yeah. wanted to like message you and conspiracy theory at all up again. <laughs> like,
2: so oh, man, Went way too deep into that. You want to
0: know how many episodes I've watched from
1: beginning to end of Lost?
0: I had you watch some of it. Don't you say zero?
1: Okay, how many do I remember? Probably <laughs> none. <laughs> I know you're into. I just TV. Yuck. I never get big into any TV shows.
0: I don't get so, into a lot of yeah. TV either, but Lost. I mean, that was a uh, a cultural phenomenon. Like you can't uh, you can't recreate that time period again. That wait no. from week to week unveiled and the season to season you can't recreate that again like no show can do that Game the last road, TV got people, close. they got
1: watched close all the yeah. way through. Uh, that's it Reply. there you go that was the last season, show, TV show I watched all the way through
0: Lana says all jokes aside I feel bad for Kanye he needs help and I hope he gets it yes facts if you need help or you know somebody that needs help make sure they get it or find ways to please it's serious uh, Ty says Kanye West boxing in some weird bag on his head that he deems high fashion is some Black Mirror stuff that I could see happening. <laughs> yeah, if anyone could pull it off, it'd be Kanye. Uh, Batman says I Rob I knew that was coming, and Thunderbird said Lost was great show until dot 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 dot. Till what?
2: Writer's strike.
0: That didn't help the show. No, that did not help the show. Uh, it hurt a lot of things. And I think ultimately they had a direction for a story arc, and they didn't like think it all the way through. Uh, And it didn't get the time
2: from ABC that they needed.
0: No, they didn't. It got rushed to end in season six when it needed one more season, at least. So, yeah, I don't know. Still, one of my favorite shows, if not my favorite show of all time, as far as like dramas, if you will. Uh, We could do a whole podcast series on that, but that's another
2: so so it's funny you mentioned that if you're if i don't know how far into it you are now but i was watching the expanse
0: mm-hmm.
2: and uh and i've seen people I'm like oh, i know him from something oh he was the dharma initiative guy <laughs> um the guy from the videos yeah um the the korean doctor i believe mm-hmm. you know talking about um and then uh uh julia or uh can't think the blonde hurley's girlfriend
0: no, that was no. Uh, somebody else. Julia was the, the, the doctor.
2: Yes, um, yeah. So she's in it too. The, so I'm like... The other love it's, just, it's just weird to have these lost flashbacks. I'm like, what have you done since? So I look them up on IMDb and I'm like, oh, not much. Or a lot of small roles here Yeah, and I was there. To say a
0: lot of them have been in other TV shows or other small things that got canceled or didn't do well. Small bit roles. Yeah. So it's unfortunate, but I mean... And then you had... um. um What's her name? Wasp from Ant Man and Wasp. Like she's done really yeah. well. So which is surprising. You don't remember her name? What? You don't remember her name? I don't remember her what the... it's Kate. Isn't it Evangeline Lily? Evangeline Lilly. Thank you, yeah. It's Kate in the show. I'm terrible with names. I'll forget <laughs> forever.
1: Um but yeah. If you guys never... ask me why I remember that one, but it's in my brain. I
0: don't know. I mean I'll never forget her face. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that on sincerity. Like I don't mean that weird like. <laughs> got. It. It got real weird. <laughs> Anyways, um love stories, right? That's the theme. So we're waiting on Cody. He's part of our final segment. Before we transition to that, Justin I doubt it, but maybe did you watch the elimination chamber? <laughs>
2: No, I not mean, either. if it was that <laughs> difficult for Rob to locate, then <laughs> I wasn't uh, even going to try it. <laughs> it's the not call
1: that hard. It. it was the first thing under Elimination Chamber. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Because so. when you watch them on Peacock, they don't put the years until you start the show. Right, you just puts in And a episode one, you're like, well, that doesn't help me. Like, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's been my biggest critique since they moved from WWE Network to Peacock is that they, because it's a television company, uh, they put everything in season placeholders. Like, that's their filter. When, yes, WWE is seasoned, like, this is seasoned, blah, 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 on a network perspective. Um, for fans, we want to search by year. We don't know that 93 was season one of Raw. We want to go back to 93. You know, like, if we want to find something in 99, we want to just search 99, not, well, shit, what is that? Season 6? Season 7? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just want to watch The Rock of yeah, Mankind it. from 1999,
1: so. We were trying to do 2017, so I didn't think it would be the first one. Right. Yeah. So, like, I didn't start there. I went, and I was, like, going back, and I got to where the first one. I was like, oh, hey, there's 2017. It's not, it's not
0: though. It's, like, season 7 or 8 or something when you filter. That's what I
1: mean, but... But when you, like, if you just go in Peacock and cycle down to Elimination Chamber, mm-hmm. they've had Elimination Chamber matches. It was the first one was Elimination Chamber from 2017. Right,
0: when you filter it that way. Yeah, that makes sense. Cody has arrived just in time for the Hello. segment we're talking about. So we're going to shift over if you're ready for our Chamber segment. So give me a yeah. second here and we'll set that up. And we are back with our segment from episode 137 of the Dosage Podcast here with iRob, Justin, and Cody. What's going on, guys?
2: What's
0: up? What's up? So, Cody, I presented a question to them as they arrived tonight for their segments. I'm going to present it to you. Our last opening segment, we talked about Microsoft acquiring Blizzard and Activision. Sony clapped back recently after that podcast, and purchased Bungie. Are you familiar with this? What's your take on it? What do you got? He's he's muted. We can't We're hear needed. any of you take.
3: Oh! Now he's really loud. There's there a button. There's a button I didn't press. Uh, I think it's a pretty weak clapback. I mean, Bungie really hasn't been really relevant since Halo, and now they don't have Halo. So it's kind of not great so
0: additional information on that bungie has confirmed that their game will remain multi-platform and it is available for free on steam so is this even worse of a situation for the purchase
3: then from sony or is this good Mm -hmm. i don't think it really matters honestly no
0: Mm -mm. okay just curious your thoughts any other like do you play destiny
3: uh, a little bit, I did, but uh, not a huge destiny. I mean, it has a it has its fan base. It does.
1: Okay, is not, that fan base worth worth what? Like they say, almost four billion dollars.
3: Definitely not worth four billion dollars. But <laughs> no, My I, and they lost some people when they made Destiny too. It was a big jump from Destiny one to Destiny two. So they lost. Yeah, I don't me. think it's a great move. Yeah.
0: Not a good move, but we'll see. Time will tell. Who knows? Maybe all of a sudden they make just Destiny 3, and it's just this greatest game of all time. (laughs) I don't think so, but who knows, right? You never know. Um, But let's get on to our Elimination Chamber segment. This was, of course, selected by you, Cody. Elimination Chamber 2017. We got one thing to play, though, right before we do that.
1: The following announcement has been paid for by the...
0: The N.O.W. Nerds of Wrestling back for this segment here. One night only. So, what made you pick this pay-per-view out of all the ones you could have selected from any company out there? Why Chamber 2017? Um,
3: well, I-, I felt like to, we we needed to get in the Chamber mood considering... Uh, WWE is having their chamber on the 19th in Saudi Arabia. Speaking of, Great did you see it.
0: it starts at 11 a.m. for us this Saturday?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I work Saturday mornings, so that doesn't help me. Nope. It's better than them doing it on, what, a Thursday like they normally do?
0: Yeah, generally it has been on Thursdays in the afternoon, which yeah. I try to watch it while working, and that doesn't work well. Dot.
3: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean... Elimination Chambers coming up. I figured we might as well just stay on uh on par for what we're doing. Uh we did Royal Rumble for month of Royal Rumble or do Elimination Chamber now and, you know, next month maybe maybe force over to like a, a fast lane or something and go on to a WrestleMania after that. So I figured it was the smart thing to do. And uh this is one of my favorite recent elimination chambers. Um, just uh, really, really three card or three matches on this card were very uh, top tier in my mind. So I, 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 enjoy this card. So little thing
0: to note too. I don't know if you had it in your notes. Um, this was the first pay per view with the redesigned, updated elimination chamber. So that was a, a big thing, and. and JBL even flubbed the lines. Did a lot. Say that again.
1: <laughs> they mentioned that a lot. They mm. did.
0: They love to emphasize that. They love to emphasize the statistics of the match itself. They love to talk about the structure. Uh, JBL got corrected, and I could tell he got yelled at in his headphones uh, from someone backstage when. Um, he said the weight of the chamber being th- th- wrong. And then he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 10 tons of steel. So you know he got yelled at in his ear because WWE is notorious for, sure. for that. They're, they're always yelling in their commentary in people's ears during shows to you know say the correct thing. Which, I mean, if you've got to get statistics out there, you want to be consistent and accurate. But um, numerous commentary people over the years have complained that they get yelled at during shows in their ear. Some people can handle criticism and critique. Some others can't. And uh, that's just kind of been a constant... Uh, as far as the commentary crews. That's vintage the right there. It is vintage. That's it's Vince being controlling of his product, because in my opinion, he is a fantastic commentator. But that is my opinion. Anyways, let's, uh, let's keep going here. Go to what other things that you thought were... You said three uh, matches were
3: really good? Yeah, I mean, really, there, there's a... Yeah, really three. Uh, I really enjoyed the tag team turmoil match. I felt like it was very... Uh, it was very back and forth. It definitely was a long match, but it played a good story with a bunch of different tag teams. I enjoyed it. American Alpha ended up coming out with the win. Um, I really enjoyed Randy Orton versus Luke Harper. Rest in peace. Um, yeah, yeah. Was really just,
1: underrated when he was in WWE.
3: Yeah, and that story, even before this, like just the build to this, and then the build to Mania is one of my favorite storyline builds like that wwe has ever done with you know randy orton breaking down the wyatt family from inside and everything like that leading up to wrestlemania this is after randy orton won the royal rumble uh so we don't know who he's going up against he's going to go up against the winner of the elimination chamber match later in the night um but you know luke harper was uh not trustworthy of him at this point point. He got kicked from the Wyatt family, and this was his kind of redemption match. Uh, But it was a really good match, and it really showcased how good Luke Harper actually was, even as a singles competitor. Um, And then the third match has to be the Elimination Chamber match. Um, John Cena coming in as the champion. AJ Styles was just a champion at the Royal Rumble. He lost it at the Royal Rumble to John Cena, and he had tons of... uh, Tons of momentum going into that. Uh, Baron Corbin is at the you know biggest time in his career. If Dean Ambrose and the Miz, Dean was a champion right before AJ Styles. The Miz, we know how great he is, and he was the Intercontinental Champion at this time. And then Bray Wyatt, who was the uh, kind of outcast of the match, but you know ended up coming in there uh, and winning the match, which was something nobody really saw coming.
0: So, looking back in some of these character designs, like Dean Ambrose wearing the IC belt and his jeans and like black tank top looking like trash. Um, that's how he was after the shield. I know he was, but I'm just like, when I think of the IC belt, I, I think of Luba like they
1: wearing the white tank top that was stained yellow.
0: Well, yeah, I, I think uh, of Harper?
1: well, no, they had. Uh, Ambrose did it for a time, too. Oh,
3: yeah. Luke, I know Luke Harper did it because he was forced to. And he used to say he would wear the tank tops to the gym and everything else, get them real dirty on purpose. And then he would wear them in the ring so, as this mess of a tank top. I
0: just think of the prestige of the IC <laughs> belt. I think of class. Like, the, the Miz carried that belt very well. To To see that pretty white belt on trashy Dean Ambrose. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, but you
1: never, you didn't and still don't like him. So no, I don't care for him. No I'm fights. glad
3: he got help and went through rehab. But, Well, I mean, le- leaning forward here, Shinsuke Nakamura has had the title for how long, and he's only defo- defended it four times all on TV, well, no pay-per-views. Spoiler, he loses it Friday. Well, yeah, he loses it. We, we know that from the dirt sheets. But, yeah. you know, he's the longest reigning – well, here's, continental the, championship here's the of thing. This
0: era. Here's the thing, and I know you'll you'll say Kenny Omega, <laughs> but here's the thing: uh, he's been injured throughout a good chunk of this reign too. They've been sitting him on the sidelines. Uh, so, yeah, it's unfortunate his reign has been uh, diminished and and set to the sidelines. When they that's should've. not an excuse for
3: the U.S. title either, though. It's been the same. It's way not, but that's him. the
0: problem with too many belts, right? They're not doing things they should be doing with them. Like these should be opportunities to showcase hey will these people be good champs should we give them a shot at the main belt let's see how they carry a you know mid-card title that's the testing ground that's the proving ground and a lot of times okay. you see that we saw that in the, the old days we saw that with Shawn michaels you know the, the we hell stone cold triple h all of them went through the rock all of them went through the IC cena. belt cena with, yeah, with the u.s title
3: Five to ten years ago, we're just not seeing it But that's it what I'm now.
0: saying. We're not seeing it now. It's the problem with too I many haven't belts. haven't seen that in a couple of years. It's the problem with split roster and too many belts. So um, it can be easily fixed. Uh, uh, well, we talked about I
1: did actually watch it, and uh, I agree with two of the matches that uh, Cody had brought up uh, for highlights. Uh, for me, the tag team gauntlet match, want to call it, was just boring it just went on way too long and i can see that
0: i, can. I miss jason uh, jordan but, uh, he should have been a thing <laughs> sucks he got, hurt. he got hurt
1: my my third match that i would put in there though was actually the uh uh becky and mickie james match uh it was actually a very good uh match they put on a good show
0: it was a good opener i I'd forgotten about the la luchadora storyline i'm glad that they recapped that during the show yeah, I thought that was clever to bring her back. It's crazy, too. That it was only five years that she had come back after all those years absence and what she accomplished in her run. Unfortunately, how she was treated with her exit and then her recent comeback at the Rumble this year. And then now repping,
1: which was Jason bringing the belt from a different company. But I'm saying team. now
0: repping impact, not even under contract with him and working with NWA. So the representation that we talk about here is the main theme of our podcast. That's incredible <laughs> for breaking down these barriers that we you know, hadn't seen before. However, there was an asterisk for her representation of Impact. There were a lot of words they couldn't use. They couldn't talk about... Knockouts. Words. Couldn't use knockouts.
3: Couldn't use wrestling. Uh, there was a bunch of things that were no-nos. Yeah, they called her Impact Women's Champion instead of... What she's actually, what that title is actually called. They couldn't use social media tagging. Uh, There were a couple Mm -hmm. other things that there was
0: a list that was provided from the dirt sheets. I found that really interesting, Um, and and I get it. You want to control the content that is shown on your screen, Um, but it worked out the relationship for Impact by lending that belt and her as the champion because they had their highest rated episode uh, in years following that rumble so it worked out really well so you know props to that relationship hopefully it opens up for more i'd love to see it that's what wrestling needs to be in all honesty um one of the and things then, go uh, ahead
1: i was just gonna remember uh, the crazy part in the chamber match for me uh that styles uh get bray wyatt threw the power bomb throwing styles over his back halfway across the ring Uh, That was a crazy, crazy bump. Like, I think that was the biggest one in the whole match uh, for me. Uh, And as much as I did like it, uh, it felt like just a a letdown. Like, that was uh, Bray pinning Cena was the end of the match. Like, the rest of it was just, like, you knew it was going to happen at that point. Didn't matter.
3: I enjoyed Baron Corbin getting eliminated and taking Dean with him (laughs) him after he was done.
0: Yeah, that was a nice touch. It added, added value to his character and just his, mm-hmm. his, his menacing thing. You know, as much as I don't like the guy or the character, I'm surprised at the run <clears throat> he has had on this roster. Like, ultimately surprised. And impressed the, the ability to reinvent himself. Three times. Well, three times in the long, long-term storytelling, too. Um, with the, the losing everything, looking homeless, and then his comeback with uh, Madcap. Or not Madcap, um, what the hell is his name? Um, It is Madcap. It is, okay, thank you. Yeah, and happy Corbin
3: now. Like, it's just... Yeah, going from, you know, the lone wolf with his straggly hair and then deciding, okay, I'm going to get rid of it and becoming Constable Corbin, which just got him even more hate. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, being able to transform into this... Happy gimmick, I which is my that, least
1: I favorite of them. I loved the one before the happy when he was like so poor, he was trying to be desperate. I thought that was hilarious. The mustard stained so, white shirt. Oh, yeah, that was so great.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's playing a mid card character and he's <laughs> owning it. So, like, props to him again, not his biggest fan. Hell, I don't even say I can't even say I'm a fan, um, but. Hey, he's adding value to the product and he's owning it. So, good on him. Good on WWE for for doing something for him too cuz you can't say that for a lot of the roster. So, he's he's been a constant, which again, you can't say for a lot of the roster. Um one thing I miss and this pay-per-view really showed me I missed it. Mauro mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That man is an incredible incredible, Incredible talent in the commentary booth. But this also had a problem. This pay-per-view had a four-man commentary crew. Could you imagine four people on an episode of something trying to talk about something?
3: Nah, I could never. (laughs) Terrible idea.
0: Awful. (laughs) Awful idea as you talk over each other. Example, see. But, no, they did have a problem with talking over each other. Um, I just hate JBL. I hate JBL. He's a piece of shit. I hate JBL. Did I say he's a piece of shit? Because I hate JBL. I really despise that man. And I I despise him even more because he's, he's part of the reason that Ronaldo's gone.
3: And Corey Graves.
0: And I, I don't like Corey Graves either.
3: <laughs> yeah, Corey said a lot of very... Negative things. He seems like a snake. Just to,
0: well, he just seems like a snake to do whatever it takes <laughs> to keep his job. You know, he's one of those yes yeah. men. He's pro- if it was back in the day, he'd part be part of uh, Vince's Kiss My Ass Club. You know it, too. Mm-hmm. He would buy all the or- chapstick and line
2: up. Weren't you just giving Rob crap about his lack of inclusion? And now you're just <laughs> throwing people under the bus <laughs>
0: You, I no no no. I said anyone can. It doesn't mean they're right or wrong. Right. And I'm defending Ronaldo. I said it should be there. I never said JBL shouldn't. No, even no, though he shouldn't. JBL. Be
1: there. You what? just said that you like you're calling out JBL.
0: Yeah. I'm allowed to. Anybody can call anybody out. I didn't say they can't do that. Everyone should have the opportunity to do that. Doesn't mean they're right or wrong. That's what I said. Rewind the tape. Everyone should be included. See.
1: So even including JBL, you think he should be included?
0: Yeah, included, That's included in getting fired. So he's included <laughs> in the unemployment line. <laughs> I know another company that'll take him, right, Cody? I don't. Oh, shit. It's like that? They don't even want him?
3: No. No, I don't think so. No. Too much of an asshole.
0: He really is. He really is. And, man, is he racist, too.
1: Man. One of my favorite things ever is Stevie Richard completely bending a steel chair around his face. That he was great. He
0: deserved it. You know what he did to Blue Meanie. Oh, yeah. I, I. that's why it's so great.
3: What about him getting knocked out in Brawl for All? Who, JBL? <laughs> yeah. He deserved that, too. <laughs> Legit knocked out. Yeah. It's too bad. Ah. <laughs> <sighs>
4: But that yes. whole thing was
3: made to get him knocked out. That's hilarious. That's the funniest part to me. Is they made Brawl for All to hurt him. Oh, good. He deserved it. <laughs> trash.
0: Can't say that word on Facebook, so I'm saying it here. Mm. You can't get... say somebody's trash on Facebook? No. You say men is trash or men are trash on Facebook, you will be in Facebook jail real quick. I say that all the time. No, you don't. You'd be in jail. <laughs> Trust me. I don't have enough people that report me, I guess. It doesn't matter their algorithm. I said it they once. keywords.
3: Yeah. yeah. I
0: said it once. I said, I,
3: was... I said the word kick and I got banned. Yeah, <laughs> in a role-playing I was, chat.
1: I
0: got, I got told
1: I had to uh, stop and when we were doing the not chat and I brought up and people referenced Sting. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, it's a good thing we didn't go beat somebody with a bat. And like Facebook was like, no, comment deleted. You can't say that. It's promoting violence. I was like... Yeah. Okay. And I kept peeling. I was like, it's literally talking about things that happen in wrestling in the They're 90s. They're protecting
0: like... people from you. Look <laughs> at you right now. You fit the profile. They're afraid. Right.
2: We know you're trying to inspire an army with bats. You were. Oh, you? We know what you're up to. You fit the profile. They were to you.
0: Another fun thing I want to—I took note on that. I wanted to point out. And and this is how the mighty fall too. Every time somebody was getting counted out during the match when the referee was counting, they weren't counting. They were just chanting 10. That was how over Ty Dillinger was during this period of time. The perfect 10. He He's went. Now. I mean, what is he doing now, though? Like, that's the thing. He, the chairman. He's uh, MJF Lackey. But that's, yeah, that's not good. He had such potential when he went to AEW. <laughs> Yeah. And then nothing. No, no. He had yeah. potential. The man yeah. had potential. No, man.
3: His first day, he did a real chair shot to Cody Rhodes' face and got blacklisted. Sometimes he, you cut, know. His, he cut his head open, wide <laughs> open, real life cut, wrapped the chair around Cody Rhodes' head, had him sliced. Hey,
0: he should put his hand up then. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Well, Cody Rose probably shouldn't have said "lay into me" like that either.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say we're we're we're. He told him to lay into him. Yeah, we're we're sitting here blaming him completely. And it's not completely his fault, but he should have yeah. been a thing. In all honesty, he should have been a bigger thing. If if Zach Ryder can get over with the IWC, Ty Dillinger should have gotten over with his oh, run no. in AEW. Matt Cardona has
3: done some amazing things out there. He has completely reinvented his self. Ty Dillinger, I think he only would have been great if he kept the ten gimmick. I don't think that Sean Spears could have gotten over. I think as so. a as a heel, he tried to come in as a heel. I think he he's never. Yeah. Matt Cardona, he's he's done some wild stuff, knowing he's going to get hate, knowing he's going to go into you know the ballroom and just get. Booed and trash thrown at him and everything else.
0: Well, the other problem was he did what the memes now say that you do when you join AEW: you feud with Cody and then you go to dark. Mm-hmm. So I think what is maybe his problem was he feuded with Cody and then he went to dark. Well,
3: Cody's gone now, so
0: is he though? That's the big conversation. Breaking news today: is Cody Rhodes actually gone from AEW? That's
3: what they say. Yeah, that's what Busted Open was talking about today.
0: Oh, Bully Ray. Oh, Bully Ray. I have a love and hate Mm. with
3: his podcast.
0: He says some really good things and then some just, man. (sighs) But yeah, the the thing I really didn't like was uh, the four-man commentary. And then ultimately, the thing I loved, a huge supporter of this character, Bray Wyatt, winning the belt. Sadly... His run would come to an end at the very next pay per view he's on, and that was WrestleMania. He would drop the belt to Randy Orton. Uh, so like an eight week title reign, not even. And uh, that sucked. That sucked a lot. Because Bray Wise was stronger
1: than I've ever held the WWE title.
0: I mean, sure, yeah. But again This it,
3: also led to the fiend, though.
0: It did lead to the fiend, but then the feed led to nothing. The feed led to more disappointment with this guy. This guy was unbelievable on the mic and pretty good in the ring and they failed every single time to properly book his characters. Every single time. He would deliver the most incredible promos we'd heard in years. The most convincing, full of conviction and passion. And then he'd lose the damn match. You're like, slowly that stock you have in this character fades by match or loss after loss after loss after loss. And you're like, okay you got the whole world in your hands and you are gonna lose you got this you're the menacing feed gimmick and then you have a like a just match stoppage in a hell in a cell match what the hell is that
3: like yeah disqualification in a hell in a cell that's great
0: like what are you doing and it wasn't just one time it was time after time with gimmick after gimmick after reinvention of this guy's characters and ideas they buried him in his very last match at WrestleMania, it was a two and a half to three minute match, and he got betrayed by Alexa Bliss and a character they went on and used with a doll that copied him for a good maybe year, and then she's now done with that gimmick. Like,
1: nope, they don't. It's coming back.
0: What?
3: They had the doll last night. They gave her the doll back at their. Uh-huh. But I thought
0: she passed all her counseling.
3: I
1: love like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: she's gonna she's
3: gonna be in an elimination chamber now but yeah she was given she was given the real doll that was destroyed it was stitched back together and given to her oh boy
0: and okay.
1: the counselor said that she'll be fine as long as she keeps Lily with her at all times yeah the only so thing basically, all of that counseling to just have her come back nah,
0: i mean it's good build for a return of character at least they gave her that instead of randomly reappearing and then getting a title
3: match like yeah they gave her the Fiend gimmick because right.
0: so the only thing i hope for out of all of this while she's doing the best she can with this you got mixed feelings from fans obviously because you're still reminded of what could have been and should have been that's a problem um the only thing at the end of all this is for the love of god if you're going to sign anybody, don't sign Cody Rhodes. Give us the fiend back. Like, what the hell? He's not coming back. I know he's not. And it sucks. It sucks so much. Did
3: you see his tweet?
0: Yeah, he said, get me off that list.
3: Yeah. Yeah, he's bitter. <laughs> Whatever. I'd be bitter. I'd be bitter too. That's
0: fine. Everybody, you know, go lick your wounds. You'll be back. Hell, it's The if guy he's, is a creative genius. He is. But everyone, everyone has a price, and everyone licks their wounds, and they'll be back. Because if it's true that Cody Rhodes left AEW, the man that despised this company for very good reasons, if he comes back to WWE, anybody, Bret Hart came back for God's sake, anybody, Ultimate Warrior came back for God's sake, anybody can come back.
1: You don't need to remember that. Oh, what? We don't need to remember that the Ultimate Warrior came back. It's Whoa, fine.
0: dude. Warrior is awesome. Get out of here.
3: He died right after he
0: came back. He did. The next day. Yeah.
1: Well, at least he went out on
3: top. He probably got poisoned. Oh, Jesus Christ. <sighs> no, that's something you do. Sorry.
0: It is, and it will happen. King. <laughs>
1: <sighs> so all you got to do to be famous is run, shake ropes, and then not lose when you're supposed to. That's, what, that's all you got to do.
3: Mm-hmm. That's Cody King. And be, and be stiff. It's Cody Gotta King. Be stiff. It's
0: Cody King. That's it's mess. <laughs> this mess. What a fucking joke that was. Good lord. Um that's all we have unless you guys want to add more to the elimination chamber. Check it out. Nope. Uh, it was a good match. Uh the right person won at that time. Um Yeah, Justin loved it. He gave a thumbs yep. up.
1: So. Uh, <laughs> overall, decent pay per view. The some of the filler matches were a hundred percent meh. Yeah, they were filler. Yeah, like
3: yeah, like For Natty and Nikki.
1: That was a that match was horrible. That was a, that,
3: a fourteen minute boring match.
0: The promos though, that build was better when they talked about yeah. John Cena yeah, leaving story, her, it, which ended up happening. The
1: story was <laughs> it ended up that the, the but. You know the problem is, and she's the better of the two sisters, but Nikki hasn't wasn't able to wrestle, so there's only so much you can do with her. Eh, that's fine. Uh, the, another one that was completely meh was the Cruz and Dolph Ziggler match. Just yeah, those two guys in a match together, they should be able to do something cool, and it just wasn't.
3: I don't think they were given enough time. It was only seven minutes long. Yeah, it's too short. And then Naomi and. Alexa Bliss for the championship. It was nice. That was uh, Naomi's first women's championship.
0: So, yes, we do have to acknowledge <clears throat> that um, she won and then entered as champion heading into Orlando, her hometown. Um, so, good representation there. So, huge respect for WWE to doing that, too. Mm-hmm. So, they they do the right thing sometimes. <laughs> but... Speaking of love stories and representation, let's head into our main segment of the podcast. Let me throw up the graphic and then we'll close out with our last segment here. Give me one second. And we are back with our main segment of The Dosage, episode 137. with iRob, Cody, and Justin here, Love Stories and Representation. So I didn't really give you guys much to go off of with this, other than this is our theme. Come up with something in gaming that you think uh, exemplifies love stories or representation in any games or game. If you only had one, do any of you have examples of anything you wanted to share? Uh, I and- did the worst
3: love story. The worst. Okay, let's let's. Yeah, uh, Mario and Peach by far is the <laughs> worst love story.
0: Why is that she bad just- though?
3: She just keeps leaving him, and he just keeps going back to save her every single time. How many times has she left him? She's not kidnapped. She's not kidnapped. She's going willingly. At that point, you know, you're 30 years leaving and getting saved over and over again. She's going by choice at some
0: point. 100%. So, I, Rob, you may remember this. Um, One of the last songs that we wrote together was called Pixelated Loner. Do you remember that? I do not. You don't remember that. Okay. So it's one of the last songs I was writing with you and with Ben. Do you remember this, Justin? <clears throat> no, I just thought it was
2: funny. Like, yeah, you're know, going to remember this one.
0: No, <laughs> I thought he would, to be honest, you know, but Hey, you know, sometimes we get old and our memory fails us. So that's fine. Um, so pixelated loner is an inspired track by Mario and that love story that Cody gave us the great example of. And, The reason that Peach or Toadstool, whatever you want to call her, depending on when you were born, uh, keeps going to Bowser or King Koopa again, whatever you want to label him as, is because he's a little king. He has money and he's not some poor ass plumber addicted to mushrooms. So it talks about having drug issues and addiction and the girl leaving you because you have a problem and she's going to go with someone more stable than you. That's the love story
3: terrible terrible love story
0: yeah but i wrote a song about it i thought it was funny
3: and uh, i thought it
0: was clever and i was also uh 23 years old so give me a break it was all cool. oh, those many many years ago it was many years ago it was cool at the time i thought it was good <laughs> anyone else have any Oh, uh, so fare? i did
1: okay um so uh kind of Bring it in for all the inclusionness and love stories. Uh, some of my favorite games recently, Mass Effect. You can pick who you want to be in love with. Including if you want to have a same-sex partner in the later games. Completely okay. So, you know, you get to pick who you want to be in love with. Including
0: aliens. Smiles, you have a chance uh and then also
1: uh in gears of war you have you know marcus and anya love story have kids lead to the later games uh and then i was thinking about it today and completely forgot and i feel horrible and knocked myself down a peg uh whoever dom's whatever dom's wife name is is
0: oh what's her name any gears of war aficionados out there
1: uh because that's the 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 story for the the first game is his love story for his wife
0: what was his wife i want to say it starts with a v i could be wrong maybe i don't don't remember
1: i feel bad because i should know it and i don't it's been been a long
0: time since i played that game coltrane baby yes the coltrane he's a fun character (laughs) I love that they included in uh, later games on the multiplayer the arena where he played ball at. I thought that was a nice little touch to his, his character arc. He's the one that everybody likes. Well, oh, he's fun. He's charismatic. Okay. How can you not like him? J Man.
2: Um, yeah, so I mean, I can say I haven't played a lot of video games that involve a love story. Um, I mean, I guess you could kind of say that with Halo if you want to stretch it to that. Um, I mean, Master Chief Cortana. Yeah, Cortana, I know. But uh, it, it, the one I was thinking of, honestly, was <laughs> as well the, the Mario and Peach thing. Um, but my take was actually very similar. It's like, is it is it Toadstool? Is it Peach? Is it Daisy? Is it, like, make up your mind? I mean, does is, is he have this many wives that he just can't keep them all straight and he has to keep calling them different names? Is he calling them the right name? I don't know. Um, maybe that's why she keeps leaving him. And then if he really is in love with her and they're such a happy couple, then why does she keep getting captured? There's just a lot of problems there, a lot of uh, things that aren't adding up, and uh, I don't think we've really gotten the full story, and uh, Nintendo should just stop holding out on us.
3: yeah.
1: He invests in some more home security by this point.
2: You'd think, think so.
0: <laughs> Well, doesn't he save what's her name in um Donkey Kong? Is it Daisy? Isn't that who he originally saves when he's Mario or Jumpman for the first time? Yeah, Daisy. Daisy, yeah. Thunderbird yeah. says, What about Metal Gear? So, uh, Snake and Meryl. That's a fun little story arc. So that's a good example from Thunder there. Ty says Peach also never like kisses Mario on the lips either, and then knows her cheek exclusively. That's true.
3: I mean, he saved what three different princesses, but Peach the majority of the time. Uh, it's been Daisy, it's been Peach, then uh, what's the one with the blue dress? I'm blanking on her name. Rosalina.
0: Rosalina. Yeah, that
3: one.
0: Yeah. So yeah, these are different princesses uh, the original <clears throat> original ones were due to translation um, and then it changed I believe in Mario three was when we got the first um, branding, especially with like Koopa and Bowser and then it was Super Mario World when it was definitely Bowser from there out but it was because of translation when we recognized in different regions as different names
2: sounds like a, a really bad excuse for not giving us the details yeah. I, I didn't make
0: the game, so blame blame Japan and Nintendo. So, I just I say blame to... Japan? Sure, talking about being aggressive and you are like blame Japan. I'm talking about <laughs> translation. Gee, <good> Lord, <laughs> it's, we got a war. We're trying to start when we're trying to. Man, shame, shame, shame. So I couldn't decide on one thing. Go figure. So I picked three. Hmm. He said mm. mm. Ty says I don't know guys if someone came across multiple worlds and fought countless enemies to save me I'm straight up smooching not peck on the cheek. Good to know. <laughs> Take notes real quick and moving on. So he is forever friend zoned. Damn. Poor Mario. <laughs> Mafia 3, has anyone played or heard of this game? Yes
1: heard of it heard of
0: it so mafia 3 takes place in the late 60s lincoln clay is the main protagonist he's a returning soldier from vietnam uh, he is a person of color and he comes back to his family to help them from the mob uh, through playing this character in the sandbox world npcs other events uh, depict a somewhat accurate depiction uh, i said that twice it's redundant uh, of the world and the times if you knew anything about the late 60s and the various things that was happening in the world uh, i remember the late 60s finally you do i'm sure you would out of anyone here so that makes sense uh he faces resistance in the form of prejudice and racism and the game does so throughout its storytelling as well as just driving around in certain areas you'll actually hear chatter from the npcs and police if you're in specific neighborhoods in the game that you uh, quote should not be in. Um, and then there's like news broadcasts. Things are changed, obviously exaggerated and tweaked to be not grounded in reality to fit the narrative. Um, but I thought it was a really cool historical game on, uh, you know, someone that we don't often get to play as in games. That's you know, a, a hero story uh, as a person of color in the sixties. How many games can you say that we have that representation? not a lot and the, probably the, that one. right. So, and the challenges they, they have faced and, uh, the way they tell the story, I thought that was really cool. So as far as representation goes, I thought that was a, a, a neat story to tell. And, uh, it's a fun game too. If you get a chance, uh, very offensive game. They, I mean, coming out swinging with a lot of the, the no, no words, if you will. Um, they come out swinging with that stuff. So very offensive. There's even a warning. Like if you're going to stream this game, it's highly offensive. Um, and there was even controversy surrounding that from the developers. Uh another game is yes, the no no words tie. Um, no, we're not going there. Uh The Last of Us. Has anyone I was s-
3: gonna say this. Yeah. You were gonna say The Last of Us? Yeah, just uh, uh a game with that much uh a that high profile of a game with having same sex uh relationships and everything like that. Yeah, so and this, the key story of it as well.
0: Right. And this this game has a little bit of both of the theme. This has a love story. And when I meant love stories, I didn't mean like sexual relationship. Like we can have love for each other as bros, right? Mm-hmm. Even as you know, a straight man, we can have love for another man. It doesn't mean we're in a sexual relationship with that man. It's just we have passion and care for that other person. And that's what I'm saying here. This goes in the fact, too, of adults or even young adults or adolescents, you can have an affection and a care for a human and have it not be sexual. So a lot of people immediately think, Oh, love stories. You're thinking these passionate, like I'm going to send you a card because I want to, you know, eh-eh. uh, that's the sound effect by the way of sexual intercourse. That was good. That was good. You're welcome. Uh, is it now? It is. I don't have a <laughs> sound board, <laughs> so I had to improv. <laughs> You're welcome. What, what's the hand thing? That's ejaculation.
3: Oh, okay. Just making sure.
0: So, put the kids to bed. They're not supposed to listen to this episode. (laughs) Anyways, moving on. So, Joel loses his daughter, Sarah, in the opening part of the game. Uh, You get to play as her to start, so you immediately are connected to this character. And then, spoiler alert, you get shot. And you die. And uh, talk about a heartbreaking way to start the game as the father's holding his dying daughter in his arms. When they're trying to escape the city from this, you know, zombie... If you will, uh, breakout, um, immediately get you immersed. Joel then links up almost 20 years later with a young girl named Ellie and, uh, coincidental, there's a lot of similar characteristics. There's a lot of things, you know, that they go through. I'm not going to expand the whole uh, story arc of the game, but, um, she ends up saving his life throughout the story as they continue to look out for each other. You know, as the daughter he had once lost, he now has this relationship that you know he lost out on with this person, uh, the sequel will go on as Cody mentioned too to have good representation wow. for the uh, LGBT community and rated with a thousand now bit donation. Now. Hip hip, Hooray. Right. Right. Hooray. Right. Right, right. Anyways, uh, Justin over here, just nothing, just nothing. He's just pondering life. Only a thousand. Oh, ding! He said <laughs> only a thousand okay
2: that's nothing
0: that's okay okay i see you we got big money no whammy so good representation in the sequel as cody said despite having a lot of the backlash too there was a lot of criticism and chatter following the release of this game um a lot of uh people were angry about this i don't know why you'd be angry about representation in a game like this but there are some uh uh, people against this kind of thing, apparently. America. So, America, he says. Yeah. They of
1: dumb people, like
0: I said earlier. You're not wrong, though. <laughs> but yeah, Last of Us is a great one. Uh, great game, too, if you have the PlayStation that we talked about. Uh, the last one, have you guys ever played or heard of the Telltale series Walking Dead?
3: Yep. Great game.
0: Uh, I have
1: tried it once and it like What Lee
0: Lee <laughs> great representation, great compassionate human, and I love his care for Clementine, the girl that he discovers throughout his journey. Uh the care and devotion to make sure this little girl survives. And you get so immersed in a telltale game because you have to make all the decisions. And ultimately at the end of the first season of the game, he uh, saves her and uh by doing so, he'd he be dead. He got bit and uh, allows her to escape and go on to
3: be in the other seasons. Alert?
0: That is a spoiler alert. So she takes I'm over. 10 there. years
3: old, so I think, I think we're safe.
0: Yeah, it's been out for a while. But she goes on to take over the stories from the later seasons. Um, so, what you're saying is I should give him another shot? Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, you should. should play these games. It's one of the rare games where I got attached to the characters and was really actually sad at the end of that season. Um, I was invested, because you are literally making all the choices for these characters, and what you do affects the narrative. Like, that's smart. Like, Telltale knocked it out of the park with these games.
3: They always do. I mean, with that and Batman and mm-hmm. even the even the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, they did. I yep. Was, yeah, they, they kill it every time.
0: And they're back, too. So. <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh, the examples I had. Again, not your traditional you know, romantic love story, but...
3: I got one in terms of um, a newer game that is a battle royale that is a very popular game. Uh, Apex Legends does really good with their, uh, their character development and everything like that and explaining where these characters came from. And uh, most of them are on that scale uh gibraltar is known to be gay uh loba is known to be bisexual fuse pansexual valkyrie is lesbian seer is pansexual so it's a very wide and uh, yeah uh, i can't speak but yeah it's very very big into that
0: see and that's incredible too because when you think of shooters there is a stereotype you think of of the people that play these type of games. So this is nice to see representation in a shooter to include more people playing this type of game. Because if you think of uh, COD, for example, what do you immediately think of? What, say it again? Do I, no, I mean, okay, the game itself. <laughs> Let's talk about the community then that plays it. What do you think of a stereotype Great. of that community? Bros bros, racism not very uh, inclusive so yeah, toxic, that's a great one Ty says toxic, toxic. yes so,
3: I miss and, those lobbies sometimes
0: you said I miss those lobbies dude I was playing Um, I forget what game it was, it might have been Battlefield I popped it in when it came out at launch and it was literally the first match was shit talk and racism and I was just like oh, okay I can't have this on with my, you know, kids. Like, I just can't. I, I have to mute all chat. Like, this is absurd. Mm-hmm. So, and the the bad thing a lot of times too is Six it's or... kids. Like, the the ones doing it are kids. <clears throat> yeah,
3: Rainbow Six is is the the game that everybody knows is really bad right now. That's for all that was
0: it. Siege is that the
3: yeah yeah, yeah Rainbow Six Siege. Yikes.
0: That's had a lot of support, too, for updates. It's an ongoing game. Yep. That's I did, uh... Ran into
1: that uh, when they first re- released uh, the Halo stuff. Uh, went in and just joined a match, and I'm not very good at it, and proceeded to get called a homo, and that I should go kill myself by four different people.
0: Love that. It seems accurate as far as an online experience. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, so, yeah. Uh, was, I just... Mesh the back, be like, Thanks for being so welcoming to, to the
2: community.
0: But Xbox and Sony says they're cracking down on this stuff and they are monitoring. We'll see. Yeah. I mean it know.
2: would prevent that negative K D ratio, right?
0: Wouldn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like there are people that still care about that stuff. I don't I don't frankly, I don't give a damn about my record, but um man. Ty says every racist person I've come across has played Rainbow Six so far. <laughs> yeah, I hear. Rated's calling us scrubs for having a negative KD. Look at that. I've seen
3: Rated's
2: KD. It's not too impressive. Don't let him <laughs> lie to you.
0: I mean, none of I us are... I thought of
2: one more uh, problematic relationship. Okay, what you got? Uh, Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. okay? So I know you're familiar with this. Um, the arcade game, right? You mm-hmm. go through, and let's say you're playing with somebody... Whoever has the most kills going into the scene where you save April mm-hmm. O'Neil gets the kiss on the cheek. What's that about? You got four four turtles going after the same girl and she <laughs> rewards the one who's killed the most people? That's 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 an issue. That's a really violent relationship.
3: So, so this is uh, an important they, they were also raised by a rat, so So winners
2: don't do drugs.
0: Winners don't do drugs. And let's be fair, the uh, in the Ninja Turtles movie, only one of them really has a crush on April Neal.
2: Not all of them do. Right. Well, we're not talking movies. We're talking games here. Okay. <laughs> you should have thought this through. Yeah, yeah. You said games. You I, know, I know. I know.
0: Okay, movies. okay. Check it
2: back. Jesus, rewind the table. We're not talking lore. We're talking products. How okay. dare you get off track? Come on.
0: I mean, there's going to be winners and losers. Like,. What what do you want her to do? Just go and kiss everybody, and then you have the participation trophy problem? No, kiss kiss the loser. It's fine. It's okay. No. Participation trophy is a problem. Not everybody can win. It's a life lesson, Justin. It's a life lesson. It's important. You want to get that kiss from a reporter? you got to be a winner.
3: (laughs) I don't know. I was always told first is the worst and second is the best. So... Maybe maybe second place should get the kiss on the cheek and the third should have a hairy chest.
1: Third is the nerd and we're all Nerds. so There you go.
3: It's true. I thought third was the one with the hairy chest. I thought third was the turd. Could be wrong. Weren't you the turd? They always said the
1: third was the nerd in a polka-dotted dress.
3: Uh, I heard that one. I heard turd. Maybe that's a Michigan thing. That's what I heard. Yeah.
0: Fair enough. Ty says, if losers get kisses on the cheek, I'll lose everything. <laughs> Rada says, wise men say forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. He's quoting the movie now.
2: See what you've done, Travis.
0: I know. I opened the door for movies. Where were you guys doing the Mortal Kombat
2: segment? Uh, Work.
0: (laughs) Tsk, tsk. It was a good segment. We had a good conversation on it. I hope you did. It was
3: better. It was better than the first movie. It
0: was. Open the forbidden door. Rada was eating. Well, the good thing is you guys, you can listen to this back anytime you want, because we're available on Google, Apple, and Spotify. <coughs> we also archive every episode of the dosage on our YouTube channel. If you haven't followed us yet there, youtube.com slash check us out, give us a sub, comment on the videos you watch, give it a like too. So we know you're watching our content. Otherwise, why should we archive it for you? I don't know. Really? It's for us too. Over a thousand videos available. It's incredible. You guys are amazing, but again, check us out. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We were on TikTok, but we got mass reported, and we're no longer on TikTok. So hell yeah, um, yeah. Fuck you to whoever did that.
3: Um, Fuck TikTok. Yeah, so we're we're done Somebody with that. Reported platform. you on TikTok.
0: Yeah, we got mass reported. We violated, and then we got perma banned.
3: Don't know what They're we done. did. They didn't even say why. It didn't, they didn't say, say why. what videos it was. I
0: couldn't I couldn't re- rebuttal it. It's your perma It's gone. Good.
1: What were you doing that was so bad compared to everybody else on TikTok? I it went,
0: was just clips? Yeah, seriously. I went through with Andrea and looked at every one of their policies. We didn't violate a single one of them. Like, There's nothing that we had uploaded because it was clips from our Twitch stuff. Literally, our Twitch clips. I don't know. Like, I don't know. what there, it is. There's some
3: questionable stuff that's allowed on there, so I'm, I'm just surprised. And
0: that's the other thing. I've seen some questionable stuff on there. And I'm like, okay, how, okay, but we violated and we're permabanned. So, uh, don't know what happened, but TikTok's done for us, so that sucks. Uh, Rated says you're going to have half-naked chicks, but no clips. <laughs> Ty says I've literally seen an entire penis on there. <laughs> Yeah, we get banned. See? See what happens.
1: <sighs> Maybe we just didn't post the right... Clips like maybe we need full on peen videos and then we'll be fine.
0: No, somebody, somebody. Unfortunately, didn't.
3: Twitch doesn't allow us to do that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I just think we got reported. Somebody had you know a bad feeling about us and they're like, man, we'll I don't know if
2: Trap's camera zooms in that much either, so that might be a problem. It Ooh. does. I, I have a micro
0: lens. Like We're good. Mm.
2: I thought ahead, man. <laughs> I you gotta give what the people want, right?
0: I'm always prepared. You want this type of content, you got it.
2: Zoom. We also can't we also can't show Zoom.
0: a show enhance. a single
3: nipple on on Twitch. Yeah, we can't do that. Not even Not a single, single nipple. nipple? mm No. Nope.
0: Not even a part of
1: a nipple. Nope. Not even. What a, if I just get a slip that looks like a chest, but it's
0: a a shirt? Can't do that. No slipples. No slipples of the nipples. But you can get an
3: ear mic and lick it very sexually. You can. While wearing a bikini.
2: It's true. Personal experience there, right? hmm Cody does Me research. We were looking into it. We Cody, were looking into getting,
3: uh, getting that ear mic. Don't throw we. No, we you, were you. looking at getting that ear mic. We <laughs> realized it was $1,000. <laughs> we did that. It was like 3500
0: <laughs> but yeah. Well... I mean, hey, yeah. we thought about it. They With we, the one-off
1: winch, that's just a microphone that somebody glued like an ear to. You'll be fine.
0: I mean, here, here, real quick. <laughs> Listeners, people in chat, how many people, how many more of you would donate and listen to our content if me and Cody were licking ears for a couple hours on stream?
3: I'll wait. It's, it's got to be $3,500 worth.
0: Oroshi says, twister in yoga <laughs> pants. We'll do it in yoga pants, too.
3: How many of I'd you know would dance.
0: donate more to the channel and support us getting this thing? Ty is not going to lie, Ty would show up regardless. That just doesn't help. Crickets we have from- Thursdays. You guys are getting tax money
3: right now. Spend
1: that I tax pants I can wear. I heard that's a thing. I don't know.
3: I don't know, but Cody's got a point. Tax season. Yeah, you guys got that tax money. We know.
0: DNA could be ear looking. <laughs> the crickets. There it is. DNA, <laughs> hey. They're hey they're ear-licking they're streams. Do you want this? What do you guys want? Maybe We can make this a thing. How, how many men are doing it right now? I see a lot of women. How many men are doing this? We need to be the answer for this. Ty said the stream would be just me. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's at least we got one. It's better than none. So, there's a start. Uh. That's
1: all I got. I mean, I can, this video just like combing my beard if people want to see that.
0: Somebody do the crickets again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I didn't see anybody popping up in the chat that they really were looking forward to that either. So that, I mean, this there's was a slight
0: delay. Crickets. Give them a second to say no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was saying nobody was interested. Not that they were like going to come and want to see that.
0: Oh, Roshi says maybe 50 bits, so there you go. I don't know if that was in response to your beard or the the ear licking. Um, so I really want to kind of conclude with uh, what are you guys looking forward to between uh, now and our next podcast? Are you going to be playing any games? Are you going to be watching any movies? Are you going to watch TV? Like what? Do you, what, what is the next activities that you're doing in your free time over the next month or you're wanting to do? I got nothing. There's nothing coming out that you're going to, you're not going to complete well, your Pokedex? Uh, some
1: fun things happening where uh, maybe uh you won't get to see my face while it's happening, but uh, I'll be doing some streaming here coming up. We got things set up, so that'll be a, a thing to look look
0: for. Jackbox, so. I'm hearing the return of Jackbox games on yeah, the That channel. is what
1: I'm thinking because that seemed to be uh, pretty popular back in That's the day. Fun. Uh, and, and it sounds like something that I would like to do. So uh, that is the plan soon. Uh, we'll get, <sighs> get it up in the, the interwebs uh, for specific time and date for that. But that is the plan. Look
0: at that. I, Rob, giving, the people, giving the people what they want. That's weird. Yeah, uh, I'll, uh,
3: I'll be finishing my Pokédex. You, know, you know, that's something I got to do. I only got like five Pokémon left. So it's not like it'll take me too much longer. Right. One on Arceus.
0: Rated says you guys are going to be playing Apex. Thunder says we will the, be playing Apex. The Batman. That movie looks good. Ty's very excited for Jackbox. Rob, so that's good. Wow, that was loud. Me? Yeah. <laughs> it's my keys. It's like glass break. I thought Stone Cold was here.
3: Oh. I, I threw it on an Amazon package, so it wouldn't take to be too loud, but.
0: Yeah. DC has disowned the Batman. Really? It's not a DC movie. That's weird. Hmm. Justin, what are you what are you going to be up to?
2: So I'll be finally actually getting into Arceus. Um I started it, played it with Holden for a bit, so my son, and uh, he he got into it, and then you know just started catching things without me, and I was like, oh, that's cool. So just gotta kind of figure out where he left me off, (laughs) um, and then uh, I'll be finishing the Expanse here probably in the next week or two. So uh, looking forward to that, so I can start some new series. But um, yeah, I've been working plugging away at that for a long time.
3: I will say I've I've sixty hours on on that game, and uh, I still have a couple Pokemon to get. You know what they say done with the main story, but you know the the last one of the last missions you can't get to the legend until you complete that pokédex
0: so oh that's annoying you know what they say though touch grass right
3: love touching grass
0: yeah there you go
1: and then uh, i do want to throw it out there uh with the new uh you know 2k22 coming out that we will have to be switching over to uh if you know for sure you're not going to get it Uh, hit me up on, on Facebook with what you're looking for character
0: stuff. I will be helping create people again, like normal. So I'll probably do a launch day stream of that. Um, I don't know what time, so stay tuned for that, but I do have, uh, no, I think I'm just going to mess around and just kind of like explore the features and then get started on some creations on stream just to kind of show the creative suite. Uh, Just to hopefully inspire people and then just kind of give me feedback on building an arena together, you know, as a group. So I think that could be, could be fun.
1: I just know uh, normally there's people that can't get it from, uh, right from day one that uh, would like to still be doing it. So if you need help, uh, like usual, I'm willing to do that. I actually like doing it, so.
0: Career mode. I I mean, if you guys want to see that, Ty, I don't know. I haven't really expanded. I know GM mode is something that me and Cody are going to do together. Mm-hmm. So uh, I could do career mode too if there's there's demand for that.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, it's really the only well, game I'm I stream sure. anymore. So yeah, I will be playing my career at some point just because I do it on all of them. Uh, so if you don't want to do it, I can probably work out a stream for showing some of it too. So
3: well, there you go. Yeah, I'll I'll be grinding it. So there's no way I'll stream it.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
3: understandable.
0: Um, for me though, the That's game. The first thing I do. Yeah, I, I I didn't even play it in two K nineteen to be honest with you. Um, the only game I'm looking forward to right now <sighs> is Horizon Forbidden West coming out in the PlayStation four and five uh, at the end of this very week that we're in right now. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed playing Horizon Zero Dawn, so um, I'm hoping five years now which has gone by, uh, that they've updated a lot of things mm. visually and the gameplay. So I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a good game.
1: Uh, would people be interested? Because uh, I've been told that I have to do that Walking Dead Telltale series. Uh, people want to see that on stream?
0: Well, there you go. There's another one. So hit up iRob if you have ideas. He's looking for... Need
1: a, stuff to play that you all want to watch.
0: watch. So. so There you go. Big list of what? Who's got big lists? Stay connected with us. We're on Discord. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagrams. And YouTube and Twitch and Apple, Google, Spotify. But not TikTok. But not TikTok. But not TikTok. Nope. Screw them. Um, Any last thoughts? Parting words? Bye. Um... Want
1: to thank everybody for coming and listening to us yap for a little while again. Uh, it's always fun to get together and talk about nonsense. Uh, so hopefully, you people enjoy it.
0: Yes, thank you guys for being here, part of this. We'll be continuing these every single month. So, Justin, anything?
2: Um, yeah. I mean, I guess for me, I um, part of the reason I was running late today is because I uh, actually an hour and 45 minute drive to Jackson today and then an hour and 45 back Yuck. Uh, for diversity, equity, and inclusion training at the company I worked for. So, um, so very topical, very timely with, uh, what we're talking about. So, um, I think it's important that, you know, it's nice to see that gaming is starting to include that more often and, uh, hope we can see that trend continue in the future.
1: Definitely. Luckily my job did all that virtual. So I got to sit right here and do that. So I didn't have to drive for an hour and 45, <laughs> but, uh, it is great that there a lot of companies are doing that. It, it was a, a good uh, three days that farmers put on for us for that. So.
3: And hopefully next month I will be a part of this. But it may be a little difficult as my child is due on the 22nd. So you have your priorities, long man. Long. You need to be here. Um, and then I'm also... I'm as, that's a lie. Kids as, are way more important. So. Yeah. And as uh, Travis knows, I also got offered a position at work, which is going to have me relocate starting April 1st. So this background may be a little different as well, because a lot of stuff going on for me right now. But your face will be the same. Face, maybe. So Maybe. Plastic he- surgery pendant.
0: I'll have you know that I never He's missed well. an episode of The Weekly Dosage during its first 100 episodes. There was an episode that we had scheduled that I phoned in video call from the hospital while my wife was in labor because I was wow uh, I was Get so... Travis
2: cookie
0: <laughs> I didn't want to miss a single episode so I phoned in for part of it and <laughs> was actually still on the episode sitting next to her while she was in labor <laughs> she uh, she was that thrilled
3: priorities.
0: But I didn't. I was on a streak. It was like episode eighty something. I'm like, I can't end the streak now. Sorry, second born child. Wow, <laughs>
2: still haven't named it, huh? <laughs>
0: nope. Yeah, he's still. He's
2: you still just second
1: born. He's second born child.
0: Yeah, he's just number, number two because he's the shit. <laughs> anyway. Lana just in the background. She was, yeah. We did a video. She was in it too. Go back. I'll I'll share it. That was probably what got us banned from TikTok.
1: Took a video of your wife live streaming while she was in labor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I you love live? how they <laughs> question
3: that answer. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> devotion, man. I, devotion. <laughs> what can I say? I'm dedicated to this show. But we had like seven people (laughs) watching. I had a streak. I didn't want to give it up. It was just one episode. (laughs) Anyway. Be back. We're doing this every single month. We don't know what our themes will be. But we do know that we're going to be reviewing a retro wrestling pay-per-view. We don't know uh, which company or what pay-per-view yet. We'll post that on social media with plenty of time and uh we'll give you plenty of time too when we schedule the actual date it's a it's whenever we can link up like this it doesn't have to be a tuesday it can be really uh you know any other day we'll figure out something tuesdays just have worked um we'll have another video game film eventually those will run out but we still have a lot a lot to go so i'm curious what your next pick will be rob on that one because there's a lot of bad choices still left And really, the the door's wide open as far as music to pick from. There's new music coming out literally every week in this world. Uh, So we don't know what to expect from Justin on his next album pick. Um, Pleasantly surprised with this one? Will that trend continue? Really, the only way to find out is tuning in to The Dosage every single month right here. Rob, I'm doing my outro. Shut up. (laughs) And I'm trusting you. (laughs) God, look, there's the drawing. What is that? Maul me more. Yeah, it's Bear. It is Bear. Speaking of Bear, tune in tomorrow night. NPC returns live Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here, twitch.tv slash those and acumen. And then again, Thursday live. We're doing any two any episodes any this. God damn it, Rob.
1: <laughs> Who's the NPC champ right now?
3: Can we end this stream? <laughs> Oh. jesus christ what the hell man i'll,
1: I'll, I'll shut up
0: <laughs> like at least wait for it. to be done if you got one more thing to say or raise your hand Dude,
1: i'm, mute never you? work,
0: I'm
3: gonna <laughs> mute you good lord clutch fingertips like, this
0: is a
1: fucking train
3: wreck now <laughs> everybody should go fingertips Some the this center. is, this is like the nice. old
0: days of the weekly doses we can't end yeah. the show <laughs> what are we doing with our powers combined, rated you gives a gift. Less. The bear got a sub gift. Thank you so much. You're on the wrong side, Justin. What are you doing? <laughs> the other corner.
2: The other You're corner. intentionally
0: wrong. Oh God. <laughs> 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 now he's just going <laughs> off camera. You guys are killing me. Oh good lord. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I can't. This is just madness. Are we t- touching tips uh. this one? No, we're not doing anything now. We're ending the damn show. Tune in tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night right here if you like eFed Online Wrestling Leagues. <laughs> this is the place to be the best AI wrestling league out there, in my opinion. <sighs> biased? Well, hell yeah, I'm biased. <laughs> Wouldn't I be? Ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 137. Thank you, I-Rob. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Justin. And this joke is for IROB. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow.
1: Me. Uh,
0: It's IROB. It is IROB. And and scene, says rated fan. All people count, too. Jeez. Hey, inclusive. We include them, too. Good night, everybody. We'll see you on the next episode.